in this session, we're going to go buy the book. John, are you are you going to talk about Icewind Dale again? Ah! Hey, Ben, what campaign are we playing? Icewind Dale? Fuck the book. It's homebrew time. Join our adventure party as we delve into the social and cultural aspects of our favorite game, all while enlightening our taste buds with a random craft beer. So crack open your favorite bardic inspiration and roll initiative with us of Dice and Brews. belt today my pants keep sagging they used to be a style they used uh, to be i saved that just so you could like do something with that a little bit so we could start the podcast with it <laughs> i mean it just depends on the day like if i eat too much pizza i don't need a belt <laughs> but i if, always need a belt see, but i i always i, I knew i wear a belt like constantly and not having one i've in my mind right now my pants look like that old man that looks like it's saggy butt. He's got yeah. shit in his drawers. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When we didn't have, when I didn't have a belt when I was a teenager and we were skateboarding all day and stuff like that, you know what we did? Just pulled your pants up? No. Shoestrings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Two so loops? You would, no, all of them. I would always just do the two loops or something. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> we that information we got the Velcro strap. <laughs> Pulled over to the side. Cinch it up. <laughs> My thing is, it's like I, I generally don't like, I don't know about you guys, but um, I have gotten to a point in my life where I'm a little rotund, if you will. <laughs> my whole life? I'm, I'm well, not, no, I mean, I, it's I don't been my think whole I'll life ever too, get there. but like, I don't like, uh, one of the things that I really don't like is jeans with elastic in them. I just want my jeans to be jeans. So like I have to- Stiff. I have to look around for a long but time. now he's ready for the fucking... <laughs> well, now, the, that, this is my point. You like this, are you looking for like the, jammer the male pants? version of jeggings, like sweatpants that look like jeans? No, 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 <laughs> no. Which, that, that reminds me of something kind of funny. But anyway, no, like in the morning, it's like, whoa, these are tight. And then by the end of the day, I was like, man, I should have put a belt on. <laughs> I thought it was That's the opposite. Where I'm, like, where I'm at right now. <laughs> I feel like when I wake up in the morning, I'm lighter than when I end the day. Yeah. So like um when I put my pants on in the morning I'm like oh these are nice it's fit and then after lunch you're like oh shit <laughs> I, I, this is probably that's because you took the shit in the morning <laughs> I I I've weighed Don't myself feed them after midnight <laughs> I've weighed myself in the like throughout the day and in one day I have fluctuated five pounds up and then back down how many times have you sat on the toilet <laughs> just a routine schedule yeah at least three times yeah that's how it works for me i mean yeah, I eat three I'm, times a day why not but i'm just, just like five pounds in regular, weight yeah. five pounds in body weight up and then back down or vice versa sometimes i don't know i mean that's water yeah well, the coast that's just a lot though it's less than a gallon a gallon weighs like eight Roll seven eight something or eight pounds yeah yeah anyway so <laughs> weird I got something. That's a way. That's I, that's a way to open you know, up the conversation. You know what really <laughs> grinds my gears? What grinds isn't, your? Isn't there something gears? that actually start like a show that starts out that way, or there was like I a don't joke? know, but I just stole it. It's from yeah, like it's family, family Guy. guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter yeah. is the anchor. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> so, being being part of this community doesn't grind my gears, but I'm just I'm setting it up. 
being part of this community, you are part of vast numbers of DM and player groups. Yeah. On Facebook and social media. People come to these groups seeking um, knowledge and clarification of rules. And there's no better place to get those things. Or than constructive from, criticism, too. I see that. Or constructive criticism. But there's no place to no better place to get those things than people that are interested in the same thing you are because they have the same, not the same outlook, but the same, the same hands-on experiences, mm-hmm. different perspectives. It really annoys me. Grinds your gears. It really grinds. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> it really grinds my gears that that people will troll these posts of people just looking for constructive criticism or clarification of things. And they'll post on these things that, that don't even have anything to do with what they're asking. It's like they're looking for some sort of argument or to pick a battle with somebody that's not even looking for that. They're using They're using one person's... Uh, request for help as an outlet to just empty out the the aggravation that they might have inside. I swear, I, I, that's what I feel a lot of trolls do. Absolutely. And I agree with that. I feel trolling is like a, a therapy session for these people. It's like I, I had a shitty day. I'm going to take and it out on somebody else. Better. It's like the bully mentality. So 100%. When I was a young warthog. When I was a young kid and I would get picked on at school, I had two younger brothers at home. So the you first thing around. that I would do would go yep. pick on my younger brothers just because you have to feel like that's the whole the boss reason, yells at yeah. the dad, the dad yells at the mom, the mom yells at the kid, the, the, the kid kicks the dog, the dog bites the mailman. And the cheese stands alone. <laughs> and the cheese stands alone. Cheese wins. <laughs> Every Ooh, time. Stinky cheese. <laughs> But anyway, so so that's the first thing I did. So I feel like there's something in these people's lives that is triggering them to find or seek these little things where they can nitpick at other people and, and be yeah. that 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 almost dominating effect into somebody else's life. I, th- I think. <clears throat> sorry, uh, no. but uh, I I really I, I think this is something that all of us, every single one of us, do because like e- even when in person a- as a full grown adult. You know, and I can we can be having a conversation in my head sometimes. Yes, there there is that 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 background thoughts that are like you you kind of want to say something snarky, and I think well, in we're person at, we're in a podcast, so I always say something snarky. <laughs> but but in person, I think uh, body language and you know the physical like face to face, you you re- you keep that back well and then on top of that the the tone of voice that you presented with too i mean there's a difference between tone of voice and maybe that's what what you're taking me me about this even had that well i I know we have yeah where i'm like you know i i i thought maybe i was texting you and you were taking it the way uh a different way than i was meaning and i had to say hey man we're losing a lot of uh a lot of uh emotion in translation yeah we're lost in translation here via text first off I think that trolling can be fun. Oh, I'm not saying it can't be fun. I, I won't but, say well, I don't dive into it every once in well, a while. No, but I try, to, I try to not be mean, though. Here, here's well, there, the thing. I, like, I, think, I think trolling is, is it can be fun when it's trolling like we troll each other here on this podcast. Well, I, if it's if it's... If yeah. it's somebody you know and it, and you don't mind taking shots at them or they take shots at you or whatever, well, but, I think but when somebody's asking you a specific question or at, seeking help with a, a specific thing, yeah. and then you are completely turning that around, completely turning that around Bye. on them, 
and and focusing on something and you're not even giving your opinion on what on what they're asking you're just you're just totally yeah, okay. changing that's, that's, example, that's the whole point, fucking thing example. that i'm trying to make is is that is that trolling i think is super fun when you come into these we'll say uh internet spaces I think is a good way to put it. Um, where social media people are taking <laughs> something way more serious than it should. Oh yeah, for okay, sure. I and think- then you just throw the grenade in there and you just step back and you watch it, you know. And and I think that can be fun. But like what you were saying, if somebody's coming to the group and saying like, "Hey, I've recognized I'm a part of this group. I've recognized that you guys have a lot of experience with this. I want to know what you guys think." One of the okay, I'm going to give an example of of the troll. And then the troll that I like to do, as person posts on a, a D and D group, trolls. person posts on a D and D group, uh, a stat sheet of their character, and like, I oh, painted hey, a purple one. Give once. me a, you know, they're like, give me a, a a review of my stat sheet, and you look at their stats, and it's like, no, you fucking, you did not follow the rules in creating this fucking stat sheet. You you're like, op the shit out of your first level character. You shouldn't have any of these feats. Blah blah, whatever. I'm not going to say anything to that. I'm just, you know, I might, if I was going to comment to that post directly, I'd say, Hey, you know, I think you might've didn't follow the rules with rolling your stats or, or feats or whatever. Or maybe like, Hey, like what were your parameters in creating yeah, this character? Yeah. Like, did your I'm, DM give you like point by, I did wouldn't say, be hey, rude take three, to that person. Yeah. But then you scroll through the comments and you will find that person that is rude. You'll find like 20 of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where my trolling comes in. Because I fuck with that He's person. Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Robin Hood of I will fuck with that person that is trolling, being just being an asshole on the internet. That's who I troll. And, and see that that's kind of where this came from for me is because this guy came seeking um, advice about mechanics, mm-hmm. yeah. and about his his dual class uh, paladin rogue. And all of a sudden it came from, he's playing a paladin rogue to these gatekeepers of these fucking, you can't yeah. be evil and a paladin in, in 5e. I'm like, ah, fucking bro, read the book. Well, that's, it's here's, about the being other, like, here's the other thing though. But, like, knows, but here's the other thing is like, plus you're an oathbreaker. Well, not even that. No, there's oath no alignment stipulation to paladin or cleric in 5e. Oath, oath of conquest gotcha. is a tyrant paladin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about it's all about perception. What, it's all about the perception, yeah. and and I think that's why everybody should play D anD D, and that's like why that? fifth edition is is the best edition in my mind because it lends itself to more of the gray area that's in real life. Yeah, does your beliefs, John or Andy, or what you believe is truly right, mm-hmm. differ from each of us? Yes, yes, it varies. Yeah, yeah. all the time. We've had these conversations. And do your, like, how you hold yourself and how you go about your daily business, does that vary from each person? Yes, it does. So to put a black and white spin on a paladin and a rogue and stereotype them into one specific, I hate alignment to begin with. Me too. Fucking hate alignment. Stupid. But to, to, to blackball them into one stereotypical alignment is, is nonsense in my opinion, because how Okay, it, so okay. there's so many there's so many gods and so many beliefs in the real world. Times that by fifty in the D and D world, and you're not telling me that these people fucking have various, various perceptions, you know, various possessions of what's good and evil yeah, right? in, in the world itself. That's what's nonsense to me. Yeah, yeah I, I would say the thing that D and D does though, the, and I think the 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 misnomer of lawful versus chaos, it should be lawful versus order. And I think a lot of there are 
most of the world religions um, pursue, and this is just from like my apologetics background, pursue a type of order, right? And that order can can vary differently, you know, like whether it's like you know polygamy or or not, or you know eating this certain food or not, or you know small small potatoes compared to D and D. But I think the 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 reality is is I think it goes back to something we've talked about a lot is just like we talked about it in our players night episode of like know your character like know what you're doing and if you are going to be a paladin that serves this god or does this thing or whatever like there should be a reason for it you should understand it a little bit and i and i i would also say that like as far as the trolling side goes like we do have an issue in this world of gatekeepers we do have an issue in this world of tolerance and intolerance and all that stuff and what that means and that's not what i'm trying to argue right now but the point being like okay somebody came to somebody for advice don't them, be a dick don't be a dick <laughs> but, but I, I think that's where but your 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 comment on tolerance and intolerance is i think that's where this rubs me the wrong way is because because as a human being if somebody came to me whether i had different beliefs from them or not if they came to me seeking advice on something that I had knowledge upon, even if I disagreed with the way that they presented said thing, I would still do my best of my ability to provide them with some kind of sound advice in my perspective on what they're asking me, regardless. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's a book called Curiosity. Um, I, I do not, I'm pulling up who it's by, but the, the point of the book is, you know, we, you have a lot of people that say like, the opposable thumb is what caused humans to evolve to where we're at now. And this book posits the fact that it's curiosity. Our brains work in that way. We were curious. We were curious about certain things and that's what's really led us to um, flourish or I don't know what the word, other word I'm looking for. Advance. Advance is probably the prosper. Prosper. Yep. I, I really wish that I could remember exactly who it was by, but point being, I think that's something that trolls has shown is that we as a as a society or as a, a group of people or whatever, we have really lost our curious bone. Uh, Ian Leslie is, is what it's by. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's very fascinating. The the point is, is like that the guy that that is is um, arguing against the person that's that's trying to just find advice he's not curious about why that person's finding that advice he there could he's be less a, evolved well no i'm not saying that he's less <laughs> that's, evolved but, that's my anti-troll troll <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but the the beauty of he that level, is is he like lost a level how cool would it be to have that conversation of like hey man i'm really curious on why you're asking that tell me about your situation and then all of a sudden you're creating all this connective tissue and you're like Oh, okay. I you get to know the person a little bit. You get to understand their situation, why they're asking it, because there's always a why, right? Like, why are we not doing that? And as a society, I think most people, and I'm I, I'm feeling a little hypocritical even saying this right now, which is probably wrong. But why are we not curious about what other people are doing or why they're asking those questions? Like that. Instead, we're just like, nope. I have the answer. I'm gonna tell you the answer. Which is bullshit. But, and that's, like I said, I think that's why this is deeper than just, just a D&D &D subject to me, because mm -hmm. this is like everything, 
everything that you see all the time, even in in um, on the news and stuff like that, just like in everyday life or like with supervisors or with coworkers or anything like that. We're not curious about why they're asking these questions or yeah. why don't you understand this? We, we've talked about this three times. Like, why aren't you getting this? And instead of us taking the time to dive into those things of like, why aren't you understanding this? What's the barrier there? We're quick to shut them down and be like, no, you're not capable. Well, and I challenge all of our listeners, like, and this is this is a big... All five of you. <laughs> yeah, all five of you. Well, I mean, we're making evergreen content, so maybe in the future we might have more. But anybody that ever listens to this, like, the, the point being, like, even in tough conversations like family dynamics and religion and politics and all these things, if you actually are curious like everybody comes to those conclusions and those very tightly held beliefs based off of experiences that they've had and knowledge that they've which, assimilated which, they earned, which is fine which is fine so if you if you want to have like an actual conversation like why do you believe that and be curious about that and that's the conversation people need to stop thinking that they're going to be able to change somebody else's mind it, start it, learning like and I, I just think, want to know. I think all three people. of us. Yeah, I think all three of us have learned this firsthand through our our conversations together. Yeah, and like John, you said in a previous episode that that necessarily our 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 opinions of each other or our, our beliefs that we have ourselves aren't necessarily <clears throat> going to change. But at the end of the day, when I go home and I'm laying in bed or whatever, and I'm reflecting on the conversation, yeah, yeah, then all of a sudden I can be like, okay, well, I understand that point, and now I look at it with a different perspective. Yeah. As opposed to just a single point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, it, in, when you have that reflection, like when I have those reflections, it doesn't change my belief. I still have my belief, but it gives, uh, it gives me, uh, more understanding, a broader perspective of others. And I, I, I think one of the, the greatest benefits of, of trying to understand instead of attack, uh, uh, an opposing opinion. And when you try to understand it, it 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 opens you up. I I, yeah. I, I really think it, it builds some character. You know, yeah. it 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 you're not changing, but you're understanding. And I I I think understanding, being open. Well, the next time that that scenario presents itself, or somebody approaches you with that, you have that other perspective in your head. It's like, okay, maybe it's not as cut and dry as I perceived it before. And yeah. now I maybe my tone of voice or my my exception, I should, I don't know if it, my my tolerance or my exception of what they're bringing to my attention is, is my shields are down a little bit because I understand that there's more than one point of view to this or whatever is being brought up. What what comes to my mind, and it's it's I don't, I mean, I guess it could be a touchy subject. I don't know why it is, but is there are certain ideologies in the world that lead to we'll just say hate, right? And the people that have these ideologies, they came to them for a reason. And until you understand what that reason is, you can't do anything about it. Because all you're going to do is you're going to basically, you're going to say a bunch of things like talking points, right? That they've heard. And it's just going to exacerbate. Probably numerous yeah. times yeah, it's before. Gonna, it's going to like. You're, you're going to, you're, you're trying to beat it, a that, dead that horse. Person, <laughs> <laughs> that person, that person with that ideology, and, and when you say ideology, we're not talking religion. This is a, a train of thought. Yeah, An ideology yeah. is simply just it a train of thought. It can be about anything. It can yeah. be about that damn dress that's yeah. that's white and, and silver or v- whatever, blue, yeah. gold, or gold. Fuck, yeah. I don't know. It could be any fucking thing in the yeah. goddamn yeah. world. But when you when you come at somebody uh, against an ideology and you you hit those those 
like you said, talking points to somebody. You're fighting. You're fighting the bat that they're swinging. You not you're, the person. Not the person with your bat, you, though. Yeah, like, with your like, own bat. It's like lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you got to do is ignore ignore the ideology and figure out why the person thinks or follows that ideology. The the root cause that that person has into why they and, think and, the, and like the dress said, is blue. Right. And like we said many times, it doesn't make their opinion wrong or their beliefs wrong. No. No. But, but it doesn't make you wrong or your beliefs wrong either. But what it does do is open up conversation for these avenues to be at an understanding point that where, you reflection. Can co- where you can coexist. Coexist. But I think the other part that's really And cool flourish. And flourish is that, well, I mean, that that's, that's my new bard. Coexist and flourish. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of people that, they they talk about thriving but they're literally barely surviving right and that that's something that i think a lot of people need to deal with too but you know like i think it's really important to also understand like why is this pissing you off get curious about yourself like <laughs> yeah, a little internal reflection like whoa Those, hold on would you point that finger <laughs> three of them are pointing back at you bud well, and and, and <laughs> yeah. i think that's that's why i brought it brought this up this topic up is like why why am i so mad about this like yeah. why do i even care about because this? gatekeepers suck well but not only that is because i i came from a very a very rough childhood a very rough growing Mm -hmm. up a very poverty stricken you know what i mean so all you had were your friends i think we all kind of did right so and and even in my older age i've always been accepting of people from everywhere i i I like people i want to surround myself with people but and I want to get to know people and I like different points of view from people and I like different aspects of people, but, it, and I want people to feel comfortable coming to me mm-hmm. and trying to explain if they even have a problem with me or if they have a problem. And I, do, I, I just, it, it, it angers me to see that people don't want to get to know people that they don't care about the person on the other side, other side of that, of their comment. And based off what we're talking about, I think it's really important to dive into like, why does that anger me? Well, I can I can give you a couple examples for myself. Like it angers me because ultimately I believe at my core and I could dive into this too and be curious. Why do I believe that? And that's the fun of being human, right? But I believe at my core, I am a relational being. I'm not meant to do this life alone. And I'm supposed to develop connective tissues with all kinds of persons. One of the things that I really admire about you, John, is, is that a lot of times we'll have heated debates and Ben and I, like, you're the only person I know that actually does this and you, you dig your heels in. I'm not saying that you don't, but if I'll Ben and I, die on my heels. Yeah, <laughs> but, but if Ben and I bring up a point, you go, Oh, actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I get what oh, you're saying there. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know it really that many other people that Actually, I I think I only know like one or two other people that actually are willing to do that because at, at like at that point in time, you're not seeing it as a point to lose ground. You're you're not in it to win it. You're in it to like, no, this is my point. This is why I think at least that's my perception. Yeah, right? no, I, yeah, it's it's the it's the consumption of knowledge. It's yeah, the consumption yeah. of perspective. Yeah. It's huge. Bettering yeah, I, yourself as I, a I person wanna, by listening to as many perspectives and as many points of view as possible. I want to know all sides. Yeah. Regardless if I agree with that side, I want to know it. But to know it is not to just, okay, I hear the words. To know it is to see it, feel it, understand it, 
I and like you said, I I don't have to. I'm gonna dig my heels into my side, but at least I know what's on the other but side. I, but of, I've I know seen what's on the other slide with those heels, or at least pick your foot up and or, go. Okay, yo, now I'm gonna stand here instead okay, of there. Okay, I, I I will. I will definitely. Like I I think one of our other conversations, the one that you referenced, that I I said I went home and I I thought about it and I came back. I picked my feet up and I moved a little bit forward because I I or I sat there. I, I sat there and I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I I see a perspective there. Yeah, and I, and like I said. I don't think my view was wrong, but I I just feel like I need to. It's not e- okay. It's not even like changing sides of hills. It's growing my circle. I'm 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 taking my view, but I'm also gonna sweep in your view or portion of your view yeah. into my view, it's and growing. I'm gonna take but it in. I think make, okay. I, I think take this those too. Are, those are the things that you were talking about. As like people develop these views over personal experiences, mm-hmm. and the only way to develop those bu- views or points of view or feelings or beliefs for yourself are to experience other people's views and beliefs. And you can't experience yeah. them unless, unless you're, you're open to listening to them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck controls speak with their ears clogged. But I think, Absolutely. I think there are, I, I just want to go back to this. I think there are just like comedians, comedians, anytime that you try to censor a comedian, We've lost the game. Oh, yeah. Comedians need to be that group of people that can say anything at any time about anyone, and and it's okay. Trolls need to be able to say in in the realm, like what we were talking about earlier of like, hey, if somebody's asking for advice, why are you trolling them? Like, go look in a mirror for a second. Like, this is somebody who loves something that you love. Why are you being why an you adversary? Be a dick to them. Yeah. But like, I don't know if, if somebody gets online and starts saying that, like the, what comes to mind is the Bayhive, you know, Beyonce, like, you know, like, and I'm going to, we're going to, I'm, Dude, what I mean, the fuck is a Bayhive? Yeah. The Beyonce I don't know fans, is. right. Oh. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm just saying, Why do you know that? are you in the Bayhive? I'm not, but I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a lot about this. Like, like if you are like this staunch person, that's like in that group, Hey, guess what? I just want you to know, like Beyonce has no clue who you are. Um, right. <laughs> she's probably realistically only received 10 to $15 of your money after everything's said and done. You don't owe her anything. Why are you getting mad at people who say, I don't like Beyonce? Right. Right. That's the kind of troll that I'm against. But I also think that's the kind of that's the kind of troll that we need is somebody to throw the grenade in there and go. Oh, like, wait, wait. The Robin Hood troll? The troll of trolls? Well, what I, mean, I, do. I don't even know. I, if- but I think I, here's where I think trolling gets lost in translation is that most of these things, 99 to 100 percent of them are text based. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah and, it's and, all- and I could be barking up the wrong tree with even the gentleman that w- that I'm referring to with the paladin and the rogue and the stuff like that. He could have totally meant that in a comedic way. He might have been our biggest supporter. But at the done. same time, fucking hates all, us I'm, now. <laughs> all I'm saying is that emotion and body language and the deliverance, they all get lost in translation with <laughs> text <laughs> message. Not that one. So, <laughs> Not that deliverance. deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> squeal like a pig, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just really stuck with the little the little twang. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest real quick. Now that we're free and, and shaking out, and we've had a a, a shot of whiskey. If you're gonna be a what? troll, troll the trolls. Well, the troll. last thing I want to be troll. nice, in be this. nice, respectful, understanding. Absolutely, and that's the best thing about this community. Let me say the D and D community. 
95 percent inclusive out there is is very inclusive and they're oh, very yeah. helpful mm-hmm. and these people are amazing and the amount of support that 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 the community shows each other is bar none any like the best thing that i've ever witnessed in my life from a group of people yeah it, it's it's quite quite amazing and i don't remember what my point was going to be but that's a good way to wrap it up yeah so, so i just cheers to, to the D community and yeah it's not wrong to play a paladin rogue just saying it's have not, fun the way you want to have fucking fun yeah, I think that's the biggest part is like even us we can take D&D too seriously, but this is something we do for fun. So yeah, it's just a fucking game, people. <laughs> we are playing pretend. I play I play pretend in real life. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So anyway, I uh, another subject is I I kind of got the itch again, guys, and I'm not talking about an STD. <laughs> They're called STIs now. Whatever they're called. What the fuck? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but I'm I'm getting a little DM itch again. The forever DM. It wants get, the DM. It wants the DM again. You know, he doesn't like th- my epic battles in every single fight. What I was thinking about <laughs> when you said that. What that was constructive criticism. Is, hey, is that I don't so think I'm you, rolling with it. I'm doing my thing. I don't think you, Ben, the Fiat forever DM, have DM'd since we started this podcast. No, I haven't. Because John started his, I know, but yeah, that's, that's kind of funny if you think about it. Because we joke about you being the oh, forever, he's the forever DM. DM, but we've <laughs> but no we've, one <laughs> listener has heard a story of his campaign. Yeah, what are you talking about? You guys talked about the the yeah the we current did. current campaign. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> that's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's on the horizon. Look over there. <laughs> The Forever DM's coming home. <laughs> the fucking that lone rider in the sunset. fucking dust trail (laughs) (laughs) no i i I think i i mean i guess who i'm playing a a tabaxi rogue rogue dalinar colon dalinar dalinar colon 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 (laughs) mumuhuku makia kia luminor rock (laughs) the rock yeah it's a great character but instead of of archery i i'm gonna do a barbarian yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it's the personality it's, that I'm playing, not the character, not gotcha. the not the archer. Gotcha. A passive barbarian. Hey, I, that could be. You cool. mean a barbarian? Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking today, when you said that. I was in my head. I was like, rrr, rrr, rrr. could you imagine? <laughs> I I was thinking a I monk. I can't hit the trombone that soon. <laughs> I was thinking about playing a monk from a story standpoint. Oh, a monk again? Yeah. Hold on. I love monks, and I've seen a lot of monk hate. Talk shit about me liking rogues. Screw whatever. But no, I wanted screw to screw whatever. Pop pop. <laughs> yeah. No, the monk with like that starts out as a, a barbarian and then like through the campaign, like finds a temple and, and like tries to like hone their skills. God, you imagine be... rage and fury of blows together. Holy yeah. Crap. Do you imagine though that you're like a level 10 and you're only got a plus two to anything because you, there's a thing called mad. It's just, you got too many skills that uh, you have to I get focus that, on. But like, don't you get rage at level one as a barbarian? Yeah. yeah. You so you're yeah. taking like one level barbarian. You got to get at least two because you got to get rele- relentless attack. Yeah. If you. Oh. And primal savagery comes at two. two. No, just like, I, I don't uh, know. This is my I first look, barbarian. I look barbarian. At, I look at bar- I look at character classes. Say for, it. Say it. Barbarian. Barbarian. Yes. No. <laughs> I, I look at I look at Sucks characters so and building bad. characters as if like from a story standpoint. I also just generally pick because we tend to start at level one. Woo! 
Yeah. Um, I was waiting for that. Uh, or another That's why comment. Everybody should play That's D&D. the comment I was waiting for. Nope, that wasn't the comment I was waiting for. I, just I don't even know what nope. you fucking think you're waiting for anymore. I'm waiting for it. You know That's I mean? why every campaign should start at level one. Because <laughs> oh. you've said that every time. Uh, no. It's true. But like, okay, start at level one. This is who you are. And then let the campaign shape who you become. Don't like. Plan yeah, your and out. honestly, you've already pre-planned this out to level twenty, so you're I not but letting the campaign. No, shape but I just think well, it'd see, be cool I, I guess, in that kind of campaign. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing something like that because I'm, I'm taking the basis from a character in a book. Yeah, and I'm level one. And watch me I, fuck him up. He come level two, three, four, whatever. He might not He's be not that character from the book anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I'm just starting with a basis. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to start. And and he's going to develop as as he goes by the way i am using the everybody has one memory again and yeah again that's the best way man (sighs) that's the best way you know what my memory was was everything is a whole fucking it's a one paragraph yeah it's a whole paragraph two fucking sentences what? No, there's like five. No, there's, there's two. I only put one one period in the middle and one period at the end. It's two. I seconds. went back and re-edited it. <laughs> so what? Like, excuse I me, mean, John. This is too long. <laughs> I'm willing to let you tell us what your memory was, if we're not going to go back to that world. Which actually, generally looking at our our past, we're not going to go back to that world. So, I guess you could tell Dude, us. It's what just was wrong. I, I, I just think, took. But rock. I think our. Hey, he was talking about uh, your blade singer from the first one. Yeah. Oh, my blade singer. I think that campaign's dead. Yeah, I think it is too. Dude, I don't I, even I just think that our schedules and dude, But can I the tell worst you that part, Puck is coming back? The worst part about cool this this game as you get older is trying to get people together. Well, have you seen that that meme that it's a little girl sitting on Santa Claus's lap and Santa Claus is like, "Hey, what do you want?" and the little girl says, "I want a dragon." And she says or the Santa Claus says, "Hey, how about you be realistic about that?" And she's like, "Okay, I want a D&D campaign or a D&D group that meets regularly and there's no schedule conflicts. So a dragon. Santa goes, Santa goes what color dragon do you want? And yep. goes, red. <laughs> uh, do you want to know what uh, Zed's background was? Well, the we, Blade we Singer? We don't need to deal with that now. but uh, yeah, no. eventually. I, I forgot so I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Been, uh, don't, no, I did no, all no, no stain. Come on. Jesus. That was crazy. one of the first songs. Uh, that was actually one of the good I learned on guitar, actually, just because it's so easy. Anyway. You know, when I first started playing bass way I like Aaron long Lewis's ago, new stuff, though. God, get out of here. He it, likes Tool, though, remember? <laughs> no, I like Country. <laughs> what the f- no, you the hill that you have died on multiple times in this very room. I'm not is saying your I, love I, for stain or love for tool. Yeah, I didn't say <laughs> love for that. I didn't say shit stain tool. I didn't say I don't like tool, but no, I'm said I like Aaron Lewis's new stuff because it's country and it's actually good. Kind of, yeah, no, it's more like that that early '90s, late Speaking '80s country. Of, I saw <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. My little brother sent it to me, and it was a a guy that looks totally like the the town I come from. Um, and it said, I like outlaw country and the law. <laughs> I was funny. Would he be Out- <laughs> Out- outlaw know. country is, is, uh, like eighties country. I know, but it's I just, I love it. it. Anyway, I like outlaw country and the law too. <laughs> I like the country. I like is more like the reggae country. I the like country. The- I like is like Hank Williams and Hank Williams jr. Anything. Hank Williams jr. Is outlaw. Anything yeah. after that, just like... Are you that's ready not for some football? Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Hank Williams country. and Hank Williams Jr. are not even close 
to the same party. thing. I know, but that's my point. It's like this Hank Williams the Third stuff that where they like start r- running in the rap and I don't like rap, uh, and rap country. rock and uh, I mean country today. A little bit of why rock. Are we talking my about name this? is Key. What the ball with the banger dang diggy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's uh, drop that one as fast Ooh, as possible. Come on, <laughs> Kid Rock's not, great, but TRL I, TRL Total Request Live, and you were like, "Oh yes, fucking cowboy hit number three on the charts." No, no, fuck that. It was it was it was Limp Biscuit rolling. Rolling, rolling, But you know what? Based on our previous conversation, I couldn't do Carson Daly. Trolling, 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 I couldn't do Carson Carson Daly or whatever his name was. And then followed by Avril Lavigne Skater Boy. You know what? I don't even think TRL was around when Avril Avril. I think it was really. Here's here's a real life, real life. Conspiracy theory. Home run! I think all conspiracy theories are real life because no, no, no. people. Avril Levine is actually dead. She's been replaced by a doppelganger. Yeah, I know. I've, I've heard that one before. I'm just saying. Do you believe it? I don't know what I believe. I, here, here's the thing: is like, okay. I would, all right, there's I two would, things here. Would, you have to believe that Avril Levine <laughs> is dead, and you also have to believe in doppelgangers. See, well, no, I, I, I doppel- would think that that would that would equate more to Britney Spears than it would to anybody else. Oh, Britney's Spears free Britney is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hashtag free Britney for sure. She's getting the short end of yeah. She I, doesn't even have a I stick. What am re- I talking about? I don't even really know much about the story. <laughs> I don't even really know much about the story, but. Her dad owns Motherfucker, her. anybody try to tell me I can't have my money, I'm going to fucking, we're, we're going it's at it. It's not even about not having your money. Like, her dad literally, from what I've read, like, owns her. Yeah. Like, it is we're modern day slavery. We're fighting. I'll <laughs> punch my mom. Well, what do you punch think? Punch my mom in the face. I, you know, we're, we're fighting. What do you think 2007's Shave the Head Britney was? It, I it, totally it, understand that now. It still makes sense. <laughs> that was when Doppelganger took over. <laughs> You guys aren't understanding. Is, We're is, not. Is, no, do the doppelgangers have like the lizard eyes like they always say? Like the sideways blinking? No, they look like the, the aliens from Signs. I don't remember, I don't what, they remember like. what those look like. What? Yeah. You guys don't remember that freaky fucking... Uh, what I remember is... The, the passing in the bushes at the kid's birthday party and the no. fucking like... No, I remember that, <gasps> but I don't remember like seeing the alien. I remember... Except for the part where yeah, uh, he's got movie. the he's got the baseball bat and he's like, I know yeah. it's a good movie though. It yeah, was, it was a good movie. All right, getting off of that, we're, I told her, I told you guys we're not doing pop culture today. That's no. not pop culture. That's just referencing <laughs> of, of a very specific creature. We've literally been talking about Britney Spears, Beyonce, pop and culture. now a movie, <laughs> pop culture exhibit A. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah um so to wrap up the pre-funk today i want to give a shout out to uh mimic stickers so good um, at mimic stickers on instagram he just opened up an etsy shop um hand-drawn stickers this guy is an amazing artist and yeah. if i if i if i heard you correct if i heard you correctly you said he's at a eugene oregon right well, so he's you a, don't he's know if No, I've done a little bit of stalking. I'm sorry, man, but dude, he's so worth stalking, though. Yeah, his man. his his. You he's gotta a, go buy his stickers. His hair is so. <laughs> I dude, I got. I don't, I don't know about his hair. I've, I've never been, seen a picture of him. I've been talking to him, and we got a little collabo piece going on. So uh, yeah, is that where we got our? Uh, uh, it could be our stickers. No, no, we didn't get no, our stickers. Okay. 
I'm, I'm gonna. I would like yeah. him to do our stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> really? I haven't, even seen, I haven't seen his stuff yet. I love it's his so artistic good. ability, and I got him drawing something up for of, of Dyson Brew. So, oh, um, sweet. Yeah, I just want to give it. He's a new shop on Etsy. Yeah. Um, but I think he works for a brewery. Is what I I, I thought that mimic I saw. stickers. And I think he works for the brewery of the beer that we are looking to brew or to. We're uh, brewing today, huh? Not brewing, but uh, <laughs> we are reviewing. reviewing today. Yeah, so check him out on Instagram at Mimic Sticker Shoppe. 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 That's PPE. Yep. PPE. Not, and you can find him on www.etsy.com slash shop slash mimic stickers. And I mean, these stickers are, are phenomenal. Mimic you know what they remind stickers. me of a little bit? And and I don't Let want this, this. If this if this uh, makes, like, offends this person, I'm so sorry. But I really love this stuff. Is it's got kind of like this, like, polished rat fink vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, like the old school, like, dragster racer yeah. shit going on. Yeah, oh, like that so gritty good. car show. So good. Oh, yeah. I see that. I yeah. see that in it's there. So, it's so good. It's so good. It, it captures the essence of, of what he's drawing. Oh yeah, so it, well. I well, I'm looking at this and I'm literally seeing like pinup car tattoos. Oh, oh yeah, dude, like you could, you could easily take those drawings and make a complete D and D sleeve. But it's instead of, of cars of and pinups, it's mimics and monsters. But that style, that pinup grungy tattoo style, I like yeah. it. It's so good, man. You're you're a great artist, and I just wanted to give you a shout out real quick. He had a giveaway just not recently, and that's why I tagged you guys in it. And he says that uh, he was giving away one of all his stickers that he's produced so far. And um, immediately, I was like, dude, I I'm gonna buy them anyway, but I wanted to see if I was gonna win the giveaway first because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the ultimate sticker collection yeah yeah so like so I, he was like hey where are you gonna if you win where are you gonna put these stickers like man i have like kitchen cabinets hanging over my hobby space and and i would love to add your stickers to my collection <laughs> yeah that? i mean did you say it like that via text pretty close they, they have please a very tell me how you uh, to them too. they that. do they're huh? very cool please tell me how you betrayed that accent through text i want to know <laughs> <laughs> i would like to Use that. Yeah, it's super legit stuff, though. Yeah, man. good stuff. At Mimic Sticker Shoppe. Yeah. On Instagram. Good guy. Good yeah. stuff. Looks cool. Awesome. Super cool. Great part of the community. Good luck to you, sir. Looking forward to doing business with you. Hell yeah. And with that being said, anybody else got anything to say? I think it's time to crack some beers. All right. What's on tap tonight, guys? Have a pint, take a break, and relax. It's my favorite part of the show. So tell me, boys, what's on tap? Thank you, sir. All right, Andy, what we got on tap tonight, bro? Okay, so we got, uh, this is a brew from Oakshire Brewing, Amber Ale, Northwest Amber Ale. Oakshire is out of Eugene, Oregon. Um, It's got Ben's favorite two words on it. Keep cold. Keep cold. <laughs> cold. Uh, it is uh, 5.4%. Um, and I think that's really it's the Community only. inspired small batch brewing since 2006. 2006. Yeah, Wait, hold on. This, this expands on the keep cold. This says keep cold. Drink, drink fresh. fresh. And so to tell you how fresh so it is, like Subway fucking. <laughs> yeah, eat fresh. Uh, this was. Uh, I like your logo. On the 9th of December, 2020. Is that the, that, that's the first time I've ever seen a beer have a canned. Generally, they have on them it. on the bottom. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. 
Um, this one says 4E. That's the aspect ratio. <laughs> or 4.3, I'm sorry. This mine says 4.9. Yeah, mine says 4.9 as well. they're different. These are collector cans. Maybe. Um, anyway. I bet yours says 4.9 uh, too. I have done research on this one. It was good. This is probably one Did of the- Did you say what it is? It's an amber ale. I said, I thought. Maybe I didn't. Um, but uh, I think as far as- the beers we've tried on this podcast. This is probably. Hey Ben, can you take a really good picture? Because that picture that we had on that last one was kind of garbage. Well, see, Instagram is crap. Makes you change the aspect ratio. Oh, I know, I know. Don't anyway, fucking give me any shit, man. There's this program called Snapseed. It's free. You should probably use it, or just send me the picture and I'll I'll uh, take care of it for you. Because you sent it over, you you sent that picture <laughs> over uh, Facebook Messenger, and then within three minutes you had it posted. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on you a roll, man. It. You were on it. I was getting um, it done. But I think this is probably one of the most accessible beers. That I was we've trying had. to let people know you did. Um, I didn't. That we've we've done, or I mean, it's it's a good amber. I I think it is. Yeah, that's nice. This fucking um, sticker is tough. Yeah, the That's sticker smooth. on the outside. Is, I like this one. It's If I remember correctly, I haven't had a sip of it yet. Let me double check so I'm not giving you guys bad information. Keep cold. Drink fresh. Yeah, this is this is something. Uh, there's a little bit of a hint of a smokiness to it. Yeah, this, is, this is a daily drinker in my mind. Fuck that yeah. sticker up. Uh, we'll see if we can get one off of one of the other cans. But um, I think Ooh, between this one tasty. and Sweet As, I, I think these are like, those are the two real rock star beers that we found yeah during daily this. this is 5.3 did you say it? or 5.4 yeah i'm sorry yeah this um uh i think as far as balanced beers this is probably one of the most balanced beers i've had in a long time but where it comes from the the malty and the sorry john trying to rip the sticker <laughs> off just the trying can. to add to the table <laughs> yeah um I, I think it's probably one of the most balanced beers that I've had in a long time. Yeah, with, this is this is this is nice. I'm this sh- is definitely I'm struggling over here. <laughs> this is definitely a miniature painting beer. Do you need me to pour a little man on that for you, John? You can pour I some. Got it. You can pour <laughs> some sugar on May. <laughs> on May. <laughs> Do the honors, John. Um, I don't want to cover up. Here we go, like that. There we go. No bubbles. Yeah, no bubbles, bro. Oakshire Amber Ale. Yeah, has been added to the table. Yeah, and and added in a yeah, we're happy to add you actually. Yeah, this is a good one. Um I haven't really had a chance to look at any of their other beers, but the fact this is that, honestly the first time I've ever heard of them. Yeah, the fact that they got a little green now. Nice. Yeah. The the fact that they they uh did an amber so well leads me to believe that these guys know how to brew beer. Yeah. Uh so this is, I'm definitely this is really excited good. to try some of their other stuff. Out of Eugene, hmm. Oregon. Yeah. Good. So it's West good. Coasters, you should be able to have no problem finding this stuff. Um, Where did you find this one? Total Wine? Total the Wine gas again. Station. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the gas station. The you know, there used T. to be a place in Federal Way called 99 Bottles. Uh, yeah. There used to be one in Tacoma, too. Yeah, yeah Tacoma was Bottle Works. No, that's, no, that's 99, 99 Bottles. bottles. Was there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, it's gone. They went out of business. Um, they tried selling, and I don't know why nobody bought them. In hindsight, I wish I would have. Because I wasn't buying a beer store. Yeah, I know, right? I went into ben, 3D printing and said, <laughs> me, and, "Me and Ben were still uh, doing the Bud Lights then. We were yeah. still consuming the fucking Silver Bullet." But I was—I think was at a, that point we switched to the Silver Bullet. Probably. I, I had—I was like 
seven or okay, eight hold on. punch cards hold deep on, on that you, one? You want to know something really stupid. Okay, when I was a bartender, God. around Halloween... When that's all he has to when say. When I was a young bartender. <laughs> when I was a bartender, you want to hear something really stupid? Yeah, you probably got a good story about something really stupid. Add to the fact that I was in a casino. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was sitting at the behind the bar, and, and it's around Halloween time, and this guy comes up, and, and we're we're busy. Of course. Slammed. It's a and this holiday. guy comes up, and he's like, hey, can I get a werewolf killer? And I'm like, the what fuck the is fuck that? is that? And I'm like thinking some kind of like obscure mixed drink. He's like, no, it's Cooler's Light. Get it, Silver Bullet. I'm like, you son of a bitch, you're cut off. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got here, though. It's my first beer. It's only three in the afternoon. That's Cockney level. The way the Cockney slang works is it's like, it's like, okay, this is the real word. And then this is a slang thing that could mean it. And here's a slang thing that could mean that. And then that's the Cockney you, we slang. Get the, we get these with, I used to get these with Bud Light Lime, too. You know how people call Bud Lights, like young people call Bud Lights BLs. I, really? So people, yeah. So people would call Bud Light Lime BLL. But I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll. <laughs> like what the just say the fucking word it's but like lime yeah you are talking to a bartender you're not going to sound cool just yeah. stop it stop using your text lingo i'm in the only real cool life. one here well he, you're not cool chances are the bar uh, actually this is a psa okay the more you know anyway the, <laughs> yeah no if Boko you are Goblin. trying to like show a bartender how cool you are you've already failed just show don't them do it. in their tip jar order the freaking drink and get out of their way they don't want to talk to you i'll take a guinness and a shot of jameson and here's five dollars in your tip jar you are now the coolest motherfucker in this building yeah uh, <laughs> next time you show up to the bar to get your drink i'm gonna let you go first even though there's a line of 20 people and then don't just don't oh don't. and they remember they yeah. remember you yeah, they may play stupid but they remember all of you here's the other thing if you are Sounds at a, a busy bar if it's at a club or a, a whatever don't tell the bartender uh, i'm looking for something fruity just surprise me <laughs> <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> oh why did you do this to me <laughs> exactly i got so i went to go uh get a coffee the other day uh me and bikini me and barista no me and the lady God, uh, no. I heard they make really good coffee. Though. No, I'm not spending ten dollars on a coffee. I asked. I went Actually, there one time, and I was like, "I'm ordering a, a 16 ounce white mocha. Why are you charging me nine ninety eight? Because you're looking at my pace. And they're like, well, because it's a bikini barista. And I was like. But Starbucks charges four fifty for the same thing, and it's better. And it's actually better. I, uh, I've never been to Starbucks because they sold the Sonics. But anyways. Howard but, Schultz. Oh, but they straight up they told Starbucks me owner. they straight up said like 100% said it's because we're in bikinis I don't give a fuck if you're in a bikini I just want my goddamn coffee I've never for been a cheap price. and never will go because I want, if I'm going to buy coffee I want it to be good if I want if I want shitty coffee I'll go to How the job know? site it's not good though I don't okay, know no, it's depending on what some of them actually use good coffee well you can use well. good coffee and still burn it Oh yeah! Just because well, they're some naked of doesn't make it bad coffee. I'm not gonna. It goes against my morals, I guess. Yeah. I'm not gonna okay, do that. Hey, Superman! Hey, <laughs> these cuffs are on, even though I can break out of them. <laughs> Fuck off! Actually, actually, no. Hold on, hold on. This is kind of funny because the other day, um, and somebody, any of our Spanish-speaking audience can um, confirm or deny this, but as far as I understand, in Spanish. The word for wife 
and the word for handcuffs is essentially the same word. Well, I thought dead you were space. Go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't that, know. Let that dead space sit there, Ben, in, in recording. I think that still... goes back to the conversation we had in the car <laughs> that we will not do on the air, but still. No, I'm just saying, like, if I want a cup of coffee, I would rather go to like a hammer mill or like a, a nice a nice place. What? If I want a cup why of coffee, they, why aren't I want, they nice? I want a cup of coffee. I don't want to pay double just because somebody wanted to you ever, wear less. Do you ever clothes. go to the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever order a did you ever order a Bud Light at the bar? No. Unfortunately, yeah. How much was that Bud Light? John, um, the same amount as Way an entire more case. Than a can. <laughs> you still buy that Bud Light, John? But you know what? There, there's a difference at the. At Is the there bikini- a difference? Oh John? yeah, hold on. At the Bikini Barista, I'm in my car and I'm leaving. At the bar, I'm in the building enjoying the atmosphere. Hold on, I'm paying, hold, hold I'm paying on, the though. price for the atmosphere. Hold on, though. That same exact. I notion. don't care about the atmosphere at the Bikini Barista. But at the same time, you are paying for the atmosphere, my friend. I and I, I don't just, want to pay for that. Okay, but, but you know don't, what? Though? Just don't go. But, but I'm just saying. That, okay, exactly. That, that's exactly. Yeah. That's the experience. That's you're that's paying for the experience. To each your that's own. That's like going to the club in Vegas yes. versus going to the club in Washington. As the youth you're pastor for here, the that's one of the big. I don't agree with that stuff. I think it's objectification of women, and they shouldn't do it. I'm but to each your own. But to each your own. If, if a woman wants to do it, do it. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that you're paying for an experience. Yes, and I get what, what you what you said specifically though is same thing with like Hooters. If I don't want to go, if I don't want the food is shitty there. I don't oh, yeah. know. Hooters I've never been. Ter- Hooters is terrible food. But uh, but like you said, if you don't like it, don't go. You know That's, what? I, you know what? We're in fucking America where I get the choice of. Not fucking going you know there. If funny, I don't fucking no, want to, no, you don't. I'm trolling you right now. No, you don't. No, you, don't. <laughs> you, you, know, should, you should support them. <laughs> you know what I think's funny about those places? Paladin Rogues. Paladin Rogues is. <laughs> tell me, there's the, you. Oak cherry, you make every, good beer. Everybody knows a guy that's like, yeah, I go to this bikini barista and she's totally into me, dude. No, no she's not. She's not. That's the same with the bartender. <laughs> that's the same with the female bartender. She's not into you. Isn't there a movie about that? I think so. She's not that into you. I don't know what it's. Yeah, but I think that's what it's called. Same thing with Hooters. Another, it's like Freddy everybody Prince wants Jr. to talk movie? about I like. Don't fucking know. <laughs> I think so. I work in construction, and I'll hear these guys talk about how like yeah, I was at Hooters, and I like I I got the What's number. What's a Hooter? Sorry, I uh, could have got her number if I asked for it. Yeah, she was no, so into me. No, Bro, she wanted she that twenty dollar f- tip on that four dollar Bud Light yeah. that you bought, dude. When I was a bartender. <laughs> My my demographic. When I was young. My demographic now. was the older ladies. Yeah, I could see oh, that. Oh shit! Bro, it was it was wow. Cougar Central. Wow. Oh, then that was who I who I catered to because you know being a younger male, I don't have. And like I said, your real life class is bard. So of of a female <sighs> bartender. So if you want a good cup of coffee, go somewhere <laughs> that they've got good coffee. If but you, Oaks, Oakshire, you make really good beer. This is a great amber, actually. Yeah. You do. I it is this. actually. I, I really like this one. I do not this is... support nor condone or condone. <laughs> we got nor it, Andy. Support. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you've repeated that. Yeah, twice. don't say it for the seventeenth time. Yeah, fuck I off. just feel like I have to, dude. We're talking you don't about have to. The atmosphere. You're starting to become that troll that's gonna get trolled. Where's by me? my Robin troll? Hey, as I'm long right as here. we get some comments, we'd be okay with that, right? <laughs> The only comments we're getting are other business owners and other podcasts. Those are good. You got to delete them. Like, promote on. No, motherfucker, block you. 
Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, I'm like, every time I post on Instagram, they're like, hey, promote on blah, blah, blah. We'll only charge you fucking an arm and a leg. I'm like, who, who are you? No, I think I, I'm promoting right now. Shut the fuck up. Actually, I think, I think Ben and I tag teamed a certain guy. Back again. Uh, that was, that was. Scoop, was it Chocolata, Chocolata? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Was it vanilla? Uh, was this their, fuck it, I don't something know. Something vanilla. I don't know. It's the best commercial on TV right now. <laughs> there was there was somebody scoop that was, that is, that was trying to get us. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that Fucking is a good right commercial. <laughs> no, I've, I've seen that commercial. That is a good one. Um, no, there was somebody that was trying to get us to like buy their merch and like promote again. We've had that happen a couple times now. And yeah. ben, ben got on there and responded like, Did just you troll straight him? up like, no <laughs> you should have trolled them and then and then i got on there and i was like no thank you we're good because they came back at us i've never had any of them come back at us they're getting aggressive yeah mm-hmm. it's like i'm not the downside, buying your shit the downside is like i, I say you should have trolled them downside is it's probably automated yeah it's just the algorithm and you're not i don't actually think it talk- is automated though because i don't think you're actually talking to anybody they were responding like that very very first one i, I remember know. they did respond but even their responses seem scripted. They're copy pasted. Yeah, I, I, they probably are. They, I, I, it felt, it look, felt. Man, I don't got. Everybody's got to make money somehow. Yeah, so fuck it, do it. It just, is what it is. I'll if just you come at shit. us, we're gonna come at you. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm biting the fuck out of you. <gasps> Feisty today. Oh, I just did it. Oh yeah. Hey, speaking of which, <laughs> WrestleMania is this weekend. That's exciting. What are we doing? I'm fucking gonna watch it tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't ask what you're doing. I said, what are we doing about it? I'm watching it, so feel free. I'm not doing anything. I work tomorrow. You suck. WrestleMania is a two-night event this year. Yeah? Well, I mean, it better be. Is Stone Cold Steve Austin going to win? What? (laughs) The Undertaker? God. John, (laughs) if you want to play the game with the big boys, you need to at least do a little bit of research. Dude, it's a fucking sarcastic motherfucker. He's trolling me. He's I'm trolling, trolling John. This not, is very well. not very well. Not very well. Try trolling. Are you, are you trying? Are you trying to Robin Hood troll me? I'm trying to try troll. I steal try, from the try, troll and give try, to the troll. Troll try. Oh my fucking god! Hey, we, I don't think anybody's gonna understand what try the hell trolling. just happened in the last three seconds. I, I would say that we need to coin that phrase. The, it, the Robin Hood troll is the try troll. Can no. we just coin the phrase Robin Hood Troll? Robin Hood Troll. Yeah. I like Robin Hood Troll. Tri yeah. Troll has it has alliteration. How about, how about it easier to say? But it doesn't. It how doesn't. Uh, per, troll uh, in the hood. Troll in the hood. <laughs> troll hood. Tri Troll. Tri Tri Troll doesn't pervade the the idea of what you're doing. Robin Hood Troll does give you the idea. First, you don't succeed. Troll Troll again. Troll Troll Troll. This whole thing. Has made me think that maybe the beer review is is somewhere in the middle of the podcast, but we need to record it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I'm not buzzed at all. I'm yeah. not saying we're buzzed, but maybe it would be fun if we were. What? No, we'll, no. Just, do, we'll just do double episodes again. <laughs> oh, dear fucking Do we got time Lord. for one of those? No, no, we don't have time for one of those. We got a game no. tonight, bro. It's only 5.30. We've only been at this yeah, for well, anyway. We, still got, we got a great topic coming up today. We so. do, actually. What is that topic? Speaking ben? of, yeah, we're we're gonna we need to roll a niche. We're gonna first? visit. Well, we're not done with the beer review yet. We haven't we haven't oh. channeled our Gothar yet. No. We oh haven't. yeah. But uh, I, I'm I'm halfway through. I think I got a few more drinks and I can give you a, a solid opinion. Okay. Let yeah. me uh, let me get this Talk tasty beverage down. You know, a little Pulp Fiction reference because of the conversation earlier. 
Mm. The smell of this beer is yeah, it's amazing. Got, it's got really good smells. Like it's got really good hop aromas. You know what I want What I want with this beer, I think, would pair Vanilla amazing. No, <laughs> no. I feel like that's what he says every time. Fucking burger, a Snickers. Fucking- no, chicken and waffles, man. This is a chicken and waffles beer. I want it. Why so is this bad. guy so fucking weird? What are you talking about? Weird. Who eats fucking? Who drinks beer with waffles? Chicken and have you ever had chicken and waffles, dude? You're asking a fat kid if he's ever had chicken and waffles. Yeah, yes, I've had chicken and waffles. Have you ever thought to but yourself? But most of the time, you drink a Bloody Mary with a fucking chicken and waffles. I'm sorry that you're so uncultured. <laughs> you uh, uncultured swine! <laughs> I saw a video of a guy cut a hole in a fucking orange juice thing and then dumped a fucking champagne into it and chugged it. That sounds that right was up your easy, alley. That was that was a long beard top comment. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. I feel like that's right up your alley because there was a time, there's a point in time. Oh yeah, when John was a that? mimosa man. A mimosa I still, man. If, yeah. if I could, I would because mimosas are fucking amazing. <laughs> so the worst hangover. He just had half an orgasm. No, while you he don't have that. a hangover when you dr- drink a mimosa at eight in the morning. Yeah, no, you don't have the hangover. But was it the mimosa or like was it the delicious eggs benedict that we had? The afterwards? eggs benedict. Oh god, sherry uh, eggs benedict. It was it breakfast. Was, it was literally party all fucking night at Ben's house. Wake up early in the morning to Ben cleaning that house, <laughs> and then we all go to Sherry's and Before get mimosas and breakfast. Kickoff. Pie and shake? then we get back and start screaming at the TV because we're, our football team's losing. While we drink more BL. BLL? Yeah. No, hey, you know, our Sunday fun days actually started at like three in the afternoon on, on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great Sunday. As a bartender, <laughs> I actually purposely contest? took 12 to 8 shifts or 10 to 6 shift on Saturdays so I could be off by the time these guys were off from, from their place Dude. so we could... Dude, what I, it was just, uh, I, I think that was literally, literally every fucking weekend for about three years. years. I think it was longer than that. I don't know that. about no, that, man. Maybe there not 10 years. other things going on, but at that at that last house, it was probably like three to four years. At the last house, yeah. Yeah. Well, the previous anyway. houses before that, though, is other things. <sighs> yeah, that was, like, that was like every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Uh, every yeah. day. I I, feel, I don't know how many day. I don't know how many times I slept on a couch at that previous house and then woke up go and go to, to work, work. <laughs> because of that previous house <laughs> or Whoa. went to work three hours late <laughs> and had to leave Still three drunk. hours early. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's interesting. Like, I feel stupid oh, to be it, twenty again. I, I feel stupid because <laughs> I just took a shit ton of mushrooms last night. What? I think I'm oh. coming down now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be where when. <laughs> How do I drive a car? We should have had these on a burger. (laughs) (laughs) With some Swiss. John, stop. I'm going to give this beer a a small liquor. A three, three and a half minimum. I'm going to give it a four. I'm I'm going four. You're going four? Yeah, I'm going four. I like it. It's good. Then I will. It doesn't take a whole lot to get to my four. Yeah. This this is is good as long as it's not chocolate, John will drink it. I think think this checks all the boxes for me. This is not heavy. Yeah. Nope. It's not overwhelming by any sorts. Yep. It's a daily drinker. I could drink four of these. It is good in a four hour session. If they sold this in an 18 pack, I would buy this. This is good, easy drinking. And and for an easy drinker, one that tastes really good is. Uh, well, then on top of that, like being as as it's almost summertime, like th- this is still a summertime kind of beer yeah. to me. I think this like, could be all around flavor, all year round. A nice flavor beer. Yeah, I would agree. So uh, four yeah. it is four. Gothar, what's that mean? Gothar, hit us up with that four out of four. Rudy, tooty, fresh ale, groovy. 
Is this only our second four? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think it is. the only one that Sweet As is the only other four, right? No, King no, Size. So was... I don't think Sweet As got a four. Oh, I, I'm I... gonna let's go back. Uh, Sweet As, you get a four. <laughs> Sweet As is really good. <laughs> it, it is. The more I, I think, I think uh, one of the things I was doing in previous reviews was reviewing it too early into my into my class. It it might be, but the other thing that I think we've done, and I we've been very open about this. Is, so we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we, no, we don't, don't know, know what we're doing. And we're 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 along for the ride, and Criteria everybody else changes at a on a on a per episode basis. But per what is sip? One of the, yeah, was one it proper the, number twelve involved? <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I have noticed though is is like, um, for instance, the mysterious familiar. Like we all really love that beer, but one of the things that really dropped that beer down was the fact that it the it, repetitive drink. Yeah, it 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 wasn't so exhausting think, I think beer, and I, I think, think we've that's narrowed it thing. down to like, is it an all year round drinker? Is it a a smooth drink? Is it I think a, it's even easier than that. Is this something you bring to the table? Is this something you bring to the session? I well, would bring well, mysterious from well, okay, to the no, session though. I think, but all night, if there's six but, people, but I'd bring a six pack. Okay, is it something you bring to the table? Yes, but then you throw in all night. Ah, uh, now you're see? getting into that yeah. realm of. Is it a daily drinker? So here's a, yeah, the daily drinker thing I think is huge. I daily think that's, drinker. That's yeah. huge as a daily yeah. and not saying that we drink daily, but I'm just I'm you go to the fridge Speak and you're paying yourself. you're you're what am I gonna? What am I gonna go to the gas station or whatever and be like, I don't know what I want. Oh, there bam, got it. I'm sweet out. Sweet ass, keep cold. Yeah, well, if I, I think, saw if I saw sweet ass at a grocery store or a gas station, I'd just be like, Oh shit, yep, there's what I'm grabbing. I, I, I wouldn't I even actually, think about it. I actually want to point out though that I think Part of the reason this Oakshire, that, fuck yeah, yeah I'm grabbing yeah, this grab, shit. This is yeah. in a heartbeat. Honestly, like I'm a big ESB fan. So and this is an uh, ESB uh, kind of. This is a very comparable. What the fuck ES- is ESB? I know that's extra right special, special bitter. bitter. Oh, yeah. It's it's. I in think the I words. just went <laughs> to myself. You did. Um, <laughs> no, but I I think we're we're bringing up a cultural aspect of this, and, and Ooh, that's the point. Of, social and cultural aspects that, of our favorite game. Absolutely. Bring and our favorite beer? What life's adventure roll with it? No, bring something to <laughs> this share. This is why everybody should drink oh, beer. Oh yeah, dude, bring something Man. to share. Even if it's even if it's a vegetable tray, bring it. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. like so I've been brought in. Looking to populate your tabletop with outstanding fantasy miniatures? Then look no further. Sneak Attack Prince has a range that will satisfy all your fantasy tabletop needs. From heroes to monstrous foes, these highly detailed miniatures will leave your players in awe when you put them on the table during your next game. So grab yours today and level up your tabletop. www.etsy.com slash shop slash SNK Attack Prince. And tell them of Dyson Brew sent you. So I guess we should kind of break down why we call this podcast of Dyson Brews. Okay. It's not really why it's not really why just that we like beer and dice and dice and D and D, but it's kind of like but we do just like the the storytelling, the collaborative storytelling aspect of Dungeons and Dragons. The kind of brew thing kind of goes with it. It's like the flavors of the night or yeah the the feast aspect of of the table people contributing to the enjoyment of a party yeah i I see it like in my head uh it's that that stereotypical bar scene in all like fantasy movies where kind of kind of dark kind of smoky lots of laughter lots of various groups around and you can feel the atmosphere of of enjoyment storytelling 
people I, that probably don't associate with each other other than inside this this group uh inside the bar or tavern it's i don't know that's how i feel it's that that warm yeah, tavern so, atmosphere so you come you come to a place tell stories to tell drink story, some beers drink some beer sharing an adventure and then yeah and then reap reap the benefits of that adventure that's what we are so, dice and brews exactly so just like that that's why we do the kind of the brews concept of this podcast is like hey share with your people share with your table yeah. well i think bring more, something to the table even more than that i think anytime you can engage multiple senses like i'm sight sound smell touch, smell all that is kind of my stuff speech slurred um, <laughs> preacher slur is mine no, no, no. Isma. Isma? Isma? Guys, how's I sound right now? Um. Anyway, no, I, I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I love that. Good thing I don't have to drive home soon. Um. No, I, I think any time that you can bring those senses in, it. I keep harping on this like be present thing. It's like any time that you can have layered senses onto the experience, the better, right? Like, yeah. I, I just... Mm. Yeah. No, I, I don't even know where to go from yeah, there but other than just be like mm. all, all I'm saying is that of Dyson Bruce is a complete, it's a complete concept. It's it's enjoy your adventure party and contribute to your adventure party in real life just like you would in the game. Yeah. You know be a part of the the, be the situation. And yeah, and, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time that you have with people of different you, you perspectives. Know what? This this there's a there's a picture uh I, I've seen throughout the years float around on the internet and it's it's uh no, that's not my ass <laughs> <laughs> no that one's just on my phone <laughs> hey. okay then <laughs> uh, but no it's a bunch of people at a concert every single one of them besides one person has got their phones out recording and then there's one little old lady that's just listening and watching Absorbi- to absorbing there's, and, to and use one of your sayings to that point Every time that I've gone and seen Jack White, you have to put your phone in a special case, which a lot of people think is really crappy, but nobody's got their phone out. They are there. Yeah. They're present. They're doing it. So Jack White, Raconteurs, any of I love those guys, but be there. Be there physically, spiritually, emotionally. Be in that moment. It's super controversial for a lot of people, but ah, it just makes such a better experience. I get so wrapped up in those situations or, or even like- like we just came back from Hawaii. Yeah. You know, and and my my wife like I love her to death, but she's all about taking pictures. And I don't take I pictures don't of take anything. I don't take pictures of anything either. I just absorb. Yeah. yeah. And I remember. But that's fine. Everybody everybody's different, but when I'm in those special moments or those places that I want to remember how they feel, how they taste, how they they um you just smell. Yeah. I just want to absorb it. Yeah. I think I I mean a picture is nice. A picture of something or a video of something is nice to have. Yes. But I don't think you can ever uh, no picture can replicate anything other than a visual sense. It can't replicate what you felt in that moment. Well, I think uh, you know like I I I see sometimes like I'm I'm you know I mean you were both fathers of little girls and I look at my 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 daughter or my son and just out of nowhere, sometimes I see them, they'll make a face and it literally pulls me back to uh, a moment in their life years ago 
And I'm like, I, I, you, I could never get that in a picture. Well, and here's the other thing too, is just like that feeling that, that you want to feel or you have etched in your brain about, about those. I think creating memories for other people is special too, is being present when you're not on your phone or you're being present in their lives, you're creating a memory for those people too, because they will remember how in touch you were with them at that point or how in tune you were with them at that point. So at, at the D and D table, that's why I think that's why I love this hobby so much. And I consider it a hobby as opposed to just a board game yeah. is, is the fact that yes, I spend, I spend a lot of money on this, but it makes me happy. But here's the other thing is that I'm not just going out to the bar and looking for company from my peers. I'm actually engaging in a feeling in something that I will hope will transcend the test of time and, well, and, and it's creating a, a memory. And sharing with the other people at that table, you know, uh, th- I think that's a, a connection that you get. Well, I think one of the, the the fun things or interesting, I don't know what word you want to put on this, but one of the table the, that's what that's the word I want to put on that. Okay, the table <laughs> things that that is really I love Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah, Mad Libs. <laughs> Noun insert here. Um, <laughs> running. <laughs> running. That's a verb. But anyway. No, it's not. <laughs> not to him. Anyway. Um, Forever DM. No, the, the, what's, what's interesting is like we're talking about memories. You, t- you talked about taking the picture. Like visualization is actually not a visceral cue for our brains to remember something. I mean, it, it does help, but it's not. One of the things that gets us the most is that smell. And I guarantee that we all have like my great grandpa was like one of my biggest. I, I, he was around till I was 16. I was super close to him from the time I was born to the time that he passed away. If I ever smell that particular cologne that he used to wear or aftershave or whatever it was, I don't know. Yeah. The I, private I got- stock. <laughs> it was like it was like these memories just flood in and that's yeah i got one that that's so similar to that Uh, johnson and johnson baby shampoo if you're a parent like i would imagine ah it probably takes you back to those first years of taking baths in the sink nope uh (laughs) (laughs) throw up (laughs) no okay Uh, no mine mine is this is a really weird one but uh in kindergarten i i remember we were that kid that ate paste weren't you we used color I we used colored glues, <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. colored yeah. glues, and they had a smell yep. that, like, I it was fucking horrible. A horrible love the blueberry one, <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible smell. I know exactly. And what if you're I about. smell uh, specifically colored glue, and if I am like, you know, one of my kids is using a fucking colored glue, and I'm like, oh, I go right back. Glue to, sticks. I go right yeah. back to that that school. I remember the field on the side that is now another school. <laughs> uh, cherry tree getting cherries and shooting BB guns because I lived right across the street from that school shooting BB guns out my back porch with my brother uh, I, into the neighbor's sliding glass door. I, I remember sliding. <laughs> I remember my me and my brother sliding down the stairs on a blanket and I was in front and he always put me in front because there was a wall at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> I know, would I, do the I, same. But Maybe if that's I smell, where you got the windows peek from. <laughs> if I smell colored glue, like all of that. Oh yeah, part of my life comes rushing back to me. But I think that's what's, uh, you know, we're we're. we're this is kind of a preamble discussion. 
<laughs> talk that we're talking about as well. But but I think I think that really does feed into the idea of modules versus homebrew because there's there's uh, for me you know and i'm just transitioning here is is that modules give me permission to do things that i wouldn't think that i would would do right homebrew allows me to expand on those permissions and i think one of the things that we're kind of tying in together is like this visceral experience of like bringing in multiple senses and that's that's why a book like you know the dungeons and dragons watsi's uh, sanctioned heroes feast or the the bartenders one that they've got that's why that's a thing is because we're bringing in other senses to illuminate and to solidify these different memories and moments and so when when i think about like a lot of the big celebrations that humans participate in and i think it's cross-cultural food is involved oh yeah and you you that's really a, that's do, a human connector Right I, I totally think That's so because you're meeting a need with other people, right? Yeah. And so, well, drink too. And drink, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink, but the consumable, yeah, consumable, yeah, food and drink. What's so cool about that is, is that that's where the the module versus homebrew. Like we we are reviewing pre made beers, but I I'm willing to tell. I wouldn't you, want to review a uh, unmade beer. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I'm saying like this. <laughs> I know I'm the beer that we bro. that we reviewed today probably started out as a homebrew. At yeah. some point, from the brewmaster or whatever, is like, man, this is and now it's a module, and now it's a thing, and right? now it's a, it's a module, yeah. Oh, and so, shit. what what I think is really interesting about don't that, knock Bud Light because Bud Light started that way too. Then I guess I mean, Coors well, no, I I those beers set the starter set. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there there there's a lot to be said about that. And then Coors Light is I Spire Peak. <laughs> where's Where's PBR in this? <laughs> <laughs> That's somewhere sitting on the bottom of the. You know what though? Yeah, all right, I'm gonna throw this out here. Then that means Rainier is like the Curse of Strahd. It's been around forever. It's still good. No, it's Curse of Strahd second edition though. It's yeah. still good. <laughs> yeah. No, and, but, but my point and, but it's been around forever and it's one of those my point, staples. My point being is is like for the West Coast. They're they're we we uh full disclosure, we tried to split these topics up and it just didn't make sense to yeah. split them up, right? Is it's like it's like you can't talk about modules without talking about homebrew. You can't talk about homebrew without talking about modules. Yeah, they both fulfill or scratch an itch that that each person needs. Yeah, well, I mean, especially at this table because I, I, you know, I'm a big module fan because I, personally, I'm not a a very creative person. I disagree. I, Keep going. I like having a, a structure to base off of. I mean, I might I, I'll deviate off of that module a little bit here and there but i like having that pre-built structure it makes my dming a situation a bit easier because it's already in a book uh i i i like that where you two are big into the homebrew creating your stuff from scratch you know you're you're building your sandcastles and and i just have a very like anti-authoritative like bent in me and I, I don't mean this to be like something we talk about but like i i just don't want something i don't want to feel and this is why I shy away from modules with the exception of the starter sets. Love the starter sets for some reason, but I don't want to feel like I'm beholden to like, okay, this is the way a certain outcome. Yeah. And when it comes down to the module, so I'm, I'm, I'm not good at the, like, don't tell me what to do, but I'm also not good at like Man, the I fact. I think I feel that's like, 
I know, but like, but like somebody put a lot of time and effort into this and I want to respect that at the same time. And so it's just something that I know about myself because I've spent enough time reflecting on that where I go, you know what? I'm going to pull some of that stuff in there. So that's why I love like the, the, the Sunless Citadel that can drop into any campaign. Yeah. And that's technically module material. Yeah, but it is. It can drop into any homebrew campaign you want. Right. But I mean, I guess I, I mean I do the same thing like the campaign we're running. I I'm trying, you know, I tried really hard to stick to the the book at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I've deviated greatly from that. Um, yeah. but I'm still using that structure. I'm using the bones of the the module. Well, and to pump you up real quick, I I, I just want to I want to say like you you cons- you have said multiple times in ours. I assume Dale. yeah no in the three of us trying to discuss this topic and i think that's what makes this topic so vibrant is is that we can't actually separate them they're they're They're, so connected they're part of each other you have done such a good job at least for my character and that's what i'm gonna equate it on not me i'm gonna shit all over you yeah that's fine you can (laughs) you can do that but like already does you have developed like to say that you're not a creative person, I think, does you a disservice because the level in which you have spent the time and taken the care to develop the signature artifacts or weapons or whatever of each person in our group, that takes a certain level of creativity. Yeah, and here, here, hold on. Here, the only thing uh, to that, though, the only thing I worried about doing that, and this might be a little bit off topic. The only thing I worried about doing that is I, I wanted to make unique items for you guys. Yeah. I feel like I may have took that away from you guys, though. No, you and didn't. I, and and I because like I could have just given you an item, and your characters could have have chosen how to use it. But I made items that are very very specific to each of you. But but per my backstory that I gave, well, yours you, was yours took. You I, I put a lot of into yours. Yeah, you literally like respected that whole thing except for one thing, and that was just something that we hadn't flushed out yet so i can't even say that you didn't respect it so here's here's the thing is based on everything you guys are saying is D &D, you as a dm uh, and modules give you modules in my mind are the brickwork they're the ground floor the foundation foundation you you get your ideas from them but you don't have a story unless your players are invested yes you build Mm -hmm. your story around your players yeah and that's what i agree with you guys in saying that these things go hand in hand because sometimes as a DM, you don't know where to start. Yeah. So you need a starting point. And that can be anything. Anything can, in my mind can be considered a module because that's yeah. your starting point. Where did you yeah. find your inspiration for your starting point? And then from there, your characters, even if you're following one of these modules out of the Abyss, uh, Descent into Avernus, Storm King's Thunder, if you're following these, your players are not going to allow you to go by the book. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. No. Something along the way is going to make you go a different way because your players are going to tell a better story than that book ever is going to. Well, yeah, there's yeah, a specific well, reason so, that those books are not as exact as they're they not are. they're not super linear they don't connect no, but for here's the, the thing part. is is those the players got to do those all that. books are foundation work yeah take from those books you're they want you to take from those books but that's why they say that you can run those campaigns or those stories over and over over and over again because no group is ever going to be the same and no characters are going to be the same there's a time before that you i would even just, just in that, what we've done so far in icewind dale say if you ran icewind dale now where we're at now 
it would not play out the exact same. Well, no, because we, anyway, have, we wouldn't have Pim in that group. It, we wouldn't have <laughs> Toth in that group. We wouldn't have yeah. Swain in that group. You could run we that. Wouldn't have, uh, and it wouldn't work out the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and as 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 somebody I, like, see, I took your guys' backstories. I like what they're doing with the modules now. All the modules that they've been putting out now, instead of being linear mm-hmm. quest after quest, it's like here's a group of quests. Here's a group of quests. Here's a group of quests for each level. And as the DM, you kind of, you connect your dots how you want. And I've used your, your guys' backstories to connect these dots to these various. You have to because your players, if they don't show an invested interest in your story, yeah. are going to ruin your story just as fast as it started. Yeah. You have to invest in your players so they all invest in your story. Yeah. And that's, and this kind of feeds into our pre-funk is like DMs. Like you, Trolls? you can't, you can't troll people for wanting, for or players for having fun. No, you, no. Like just if they bring something to you and they say, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing." What do you think? Don't tell them no. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Make a reason for a way that it can happen. Because I, guess what? If they're invested in it, everything that you get from them from that point on is gonna be gold, well, and it's I, in your back pocket. Yeah, can I and you just we're use doing it literally in this in this campaign. Fucking bag of tricks is insane. I'm <laughs> telling you right now that as a Broken. DM, oh my fucking god, a bag of tricks is insane. But I'm not gonna take it away from from Jake. No, he loves this, and it's and become, he's having fun, and, and we're it's having becoming fun. a part of his There's character. There's nothing better in my mind than watching him work. Yeah. during a session. Because oh, yeah. you know what is like as okay, so us three sitting at this table, we're we're kind of always, and we've been through this. We're all kind of always the story pullers. Yeah, we yeah, pull yeah. the story along. Yeah, with this new bunch of people that with the Tyler that we brought in, the Alex we brought in, and Jake that we brought in. Like, man, I feel like we've met the the trio that kind of expands us a little bit and oh, allows yeah. allows people just to be present. Yeah, well, it, it, just it be stops there. us from being sedentary. Yeah, well, and then you don't feel, it doesn't feel like a. Ju- it feels like fun. Oh it's yeah, fun. It doesn't feel like yeah. And, and dude, and just to watch Jacob's face as he's doing all these things, or An to hear, Echo Knight like, with I, a bag of tricks. I, oh I, my god! I, I work with this guy, and for him to tell me, like, dude, I went home and I I did research on my character, and I know like he's this. invested. Yeah, no, he's totally invested, which is awesome because when you hear a newer player say those things, oh, you're yeah. like. Dude, you're you're in it. You, yeah. you there's no you're in it for life. Man. I know. What, and what is the DM? The, I got to come up with ways. Like, what do the I, cocaine dealers say? This one's free. I smoke rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, we got him as the, as the DM. <laughs> He's hooked with a, a party of five and a character that's an Echo Knight who controls. So the Echo Knight controls the Knight and the Echo and, and the Echo. And then he always dumps all three animals out the bag of tricks. So that's five creatures that this one player is running. That that's that's a total of nine characters at the table, and, and but you know what though? Yeah, I could never take off, that. Okay. I could not take that it's away from me. It's exciting to watch. Maybe it's yeah. exciting. Five to watch. is what you mean? No, no, no. I said nine? nine because the rest of oh, the people oh, at the table. Okay. Yeah. I was like, no, no. I was like, <laughs> no. My math was right. What are we talking about? <laughs> math is off. Yeah, but 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like your characters drive the story, and and like you said, that bag of tricks wasn't necessarily intended for Jake. Wasn't no. necessarily intended for the. It's just a random drop. But here, and we thought it might be fitting the druid. But then, even even the player realized that you're not using this. Give yeah. this to me. Yeah, yeah. He took it from I the druid. Use it. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to use this the way that I want to. And that's dude. When you have those players invested in your story, those are what what writes your stories. Those Just are so what you tell guys your know, stories better. Our fighter 
is a fucking summoner. Oh, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, because and and that's what makes this game amazing is DM PCs. We didn't see that coming. No. And and that's what makes it really cool. And and it's it's now that's module and but that it no yeah, that, but, 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 but you on. know what though module I think the player as, turned that homebrew no yeah but that's module as foundation work which yeah. I'm saying here's the thing is I used to be just on the opposite end of you John I'm I'm homebrew guy I thought I was a homebrew guy altogether but but I've been even in my homebrew life. I've been stealing from modules my whole DM experience. And if you're not, you're doing it wrong. Exactly, because they're laying the foundation work. If you allow modules to give you ideas, use them as, as ideas. And I'll agree with Andy in saying that you're not a creative person. You have to, you create on a minute to minute basis in time. this game during yeah. the sessions that we play. There's no, there's no, no module can prepare you for anything. For us. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you guidelines, but like we said before, that the, the players and the DM mm-hmm. together create the content. And every content is going to be different every session that you play. So not to allow yourself a resource and a tool as in a pre-written adventure. And I'm not saying you have to run it all the way through. There's aspects like the best thing about these modules that I'll say about 5th edition is they, they write them like storybooks. For you, the DM. You can literally so you read, can read them, them as, as a storybook, as yeah. an epic, and then pick out the best parts that you want to follow as 100%. a DM and be like, hey, look, I really like this. Or I don't like how they got to point A to point B, so I'm going to interject a little bit of homebrew into these because I think it will flow better for my party. And I'm going to give you know a little shout out here just to, to D&D and Wizards of the Coast because I'm pretty sure at the beginning of every single one of their books, they tell you that. Yeah. They tell you this is... Do with this book as you will, you know, pretty much. It's just a guideline. Well, and I think I think that's what, what makes this conversation something that we can't split up, even though that we tried. It did is, not work. It, well, it, it maybe it, it just did. didn't feel natural. Yeah. It didn't yeah. feel like a D&D topic. It didn't feel like a collaboration of stories being told. If, it there felt, was a lot missing in both. Yeah, it felt empty. It felt Joseph, like you were just reading a book. A guideline book, a, an outline. Joseph Campbell wrote a book called uh, The Hero of a Thousand Faces. Cream of Mushroom Soup? <laughs> I don't understand that reference, but okay. I'm going to move on. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Campbell Soup? Campbell's Soup? <laughs> Joseph Campbell. I know, but he's I know, but Campbell. like, I don't, I didn't. Campbell? Anyway. Campbell? Yeah, I got Campbell? that. I got that. Campbell's Campbell's. <laughs> Campbell, Campbell, Campbell. If you're Scottish, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, because I'm part of the, anyway. Anyway. Shh. The the point being is is that we're done sharing is is that there's, there's delete only, that there's only a few stories that actually can be told right there's, there's only twelve there's man versus uh it doesn't matter I'm not gonna go through all of them point being yeah there's but what you're saying is there's twelve stories and we just repeat those same twelve stories over and over again in various different ways yeah. various different I didn't know there were twelve I thought there were three but no anyway. it's uh I, I'm pretty sure I I might be wrong on the number but it's man I versus think it's 12. environment. Man versus man, man versus structure is what I understood. I could be wrong. I haven't read Joseph Campbell's. I watched a couple of YouTube videos on it. Thought that I was an expert. Don't think that. Anyway. <laughs> did you play one on TV? I'm not I even did. talking Joseph Campbell. I just, this is a different person. You said Point there's 12 stories. It's like all of these stories come down to a couple themes. Yeah. And and they're they're regurgitated. They're recycled. They're over Reskinned. and over again. All the time. That and is huge. Reforged. Yeah. For us dwarves out there. <laughs> there you go. Um, Gothar would be proud. 
uh, rebrewed. I don't know. Anyway, um, can you rebrew something? I don't know. I've never tried it, but I, I don't want, want to. to now. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, I, don't. I kind of want to. No. No. The you way can that drink I would that rebrew it is I would brew a beer and then I would distill that beer into make a spirit. And that might be really good. Isn't that how they get like some of these alcohols, <laughs> like that are brewed in uh, well, they're, beer barrels? Okay, no, they're, they're, that they're, just they're reminded brewed. me. Are we sharing casks? No. This just and reminded me. All right, hold on. Store them hold in on. casks. To That's age. like brewing a pot of coffee and then using that pot of coffee to fill the water tank in the back to brew another pot of coffee. <laughs> Would it then be an iced coffee? I suppose. No, no, that you idea? put it through back through the fucking Would machine. It be double caffeinated. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I I fully support that. Somebody on somebody listening of the four listeners like, we have, you fucking idiots. <laughs> no, they're probably like, how oh, I do that? I do that. Yeah, 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 yeah no, bro. Right. How do? You, why do you think that I am the way I am? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Man? What the fuck? You buy energy drinks. I'm about drinks. to rob and troll the shit out of you. <laughs> I double brew my coffee. Yeah. No, but but point being is 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 that we we as a society we and is that a drinking contest thing or a drinking? It should be. I feel like you say yeah. that every fucking time. Well, you say it too, and I, think I don't that, say it as a society. Well, but I think that we should also point out that John just left to take a piss, and that's also a point in time for you to take a drink, <laughs> whether it's iced tea or a beer or whiskey or double caffeinated coffee or double caffeinated <laughs> coffee. No, I. This game is so. Uh, I don't want to be the fanboy, but it's hard for me to even call it a game anymore now that we've started this podcast because it is an outlet. It's not so much a game as it is an outlet for us to actually experience the epic adventure that is so lacking, at least in American culture today. I don't, and I wouldn't just say American culture. I just say. That's my experience. So that's but, why I said it. But, well, I understand that. But I, I think it's an outlet for us to experience, to reconnect human beings together in, a, in, yeah. a, in an era where. We are totally reliant on these little machines, little computers that we put in our pockets. D&D is an outlet for communication that is lacking in your everyday life. Well, and and, and remind, I, I could be wrong, but I mean, the communicator, which was a George or the, the guy that did, uh, oh, I'm going to get William Shatner. No, I'm going to get Star Trek. Yeah, the writer. Stardate. <laughs> the writer of it something on the wing um there's a game out there where they tell stories cooperatively <laughs> yeah and no i'm gonna get i'm gonna get man-based and i saw i'm sorry guys i can't remember we're star gene, wars fans now star trek yeah gene something gene roddenberry thank you i figured it out i figured it out <laughs> figured it out anyway <laughs> and th- this guy was wanting to do the beer review after <laughs> no but okay so yeah but there's been a lot of black barrel involved in this um <laughs> no so so he came up with this community did have an idea, energy drink right too. he didn't and that was back in 1960 something 1970s and now we actually have these and they're way more than we ever than, than he ever thought that they would be three centuries earlier than he thought that they would happen which is interesting because uh, one of the things that I think is really I'm still waiting for my Back to the Future hoverboard though. I we and we, we already passed the year that that was yeah, supposed I, to happen in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. But what what's but interesting yeah, we see about this middle aged teen wolf right in front of us? We do <laughs> middle aged or over the hill teenage. Over the hill, Doctor Strange meets Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, no, but but I think but I think it's interesting Hello, about Wolf. that is, is that 
is is that I was I Too was strange. watching I was Whoa. watching something where uh, a gentleman said something to the effect of is is that the, one of the challenges that we have today is we have access to all the information, i.e., our phones, but we don't have life experience in order to contextualize that information. And what I think intelligence really, versus wisdom. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe no. we're, we're high. We're a high intelligence society with a low intelligence or low wisdom uh, aspect to it. And I, 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 you know what I will say, though, is that I think it's my that, turn. Take a drink. That I think that that we aren't we're either or you're either you're either high. There's very few of us that are high intelligence, high wisdom. Very few. There's a lot of us that are high intelligence, low wisdom, and there's a lot of us that are high wisdom, low intelligence. But I think as a society, uh, we want to get to a both and not an either. Well, oh, absolutely. I, I, that would be ideal for sure. But at the, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there with a lot of life experience that really don't maybe have the the proper knowledge or the proper terms for what they're trying to convey or what they're yeah. trying to um, demonstrate. Yeah, but there's a lot of us out there that have the proper terms for those things, but don't that have maybe don't have the life experience for for those things. Yeah, so they're coming from at the same subject from different points of view. Y- yes, and they're trying yes. to find the common ground to which, yes, they're this probably is how both arguing the same point. Uh, absolutely, but they're arguing still. And I think <laughs> going back to our original point or original. Um, topic of this of this conversation is homebrews versus modules is they're both approaching the same subject which one which one's which then i'm mean, just curiosity which one would you- i would say that the modules are probably high intelligence low wisdom and the homebrews are probably high wisdom low intelligence just all, off the bat I, personally i would honestly go the opposite way just because the home the the modules are are built off of long-term experience where the homebrew is built off of literally the intelligence you gain from the books and reading the knowledge. Okay, so, so it's but, short term. But here was here's what I would have I would associate them with D and D classes though. So to whereas ooh, modules ooh, is associated like with a wizard and book learned, and whereas homebrews is associated with like a wisdom aspect or a druid or a cleric. See, I, I literally I, I still I would go the opposite way. I would say I would say the homebrew is the wizard. And the the module is the the druid because or let's let's, let's just keep in the same kind of classes like okay so even though a sorcerer is a charisma based class sorcerer is kind of that homebrew aspect fly off the cuff yeah live with yeah. the wind I'm just gonna go with it because it feels good yeah that's homebrew wizard is I'm gonna study this book I'm gonna know this book I know the content okay from the I DM learn the content. I think that's going from a DM perspective. Well, I yes, mean, modules versus yeah. homebrews is kind of what we're talking well, uh, about. The, the way I the way I was picturing in my head the first go around was the the creators. The creators of the modules come from vast experience of playing. Yeah, and see, and I'm just talking about the people picking up these books. Okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, because of, then, because then yes, flip them around. Right, because as the what DM we're talking yes. about is we're like, hey, what's better or what should you yes, go with? Or I would agree. Blah, blah blah blah. But I don't think that you can have one without the other. Just, no, just. I, I, just for instance, because I don't really think that you can honestly put together a full a full perspective on something without the intelligence or without the wisdom. To, to Andy's uh, analogy earlier about the beers being homebrews at one time, I mean, all these modules that we're, we're playing and getting now, they were homebrews in somebody's head. Well, and, and more than that, some, the circle some... of eight was a homebrew at some point in time, and now that's D&D canon. Well. You know what's D and D canon now? Uh, a homebrew that we all watch. Critical, Critical Role. Role. 
It's fucking canon. Uh, just to just to be, you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it is. <laughs> no, I, just I, to be clear, I, I'm saying. But 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 also the originator, Gary Gygax of D and D, his world is canon. Greyhawk. Yeah. 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 So, and Faerun is canon, and that was somebody home, home somebody's Aberon. Which is the a winner of so, a fucking? But this is what I'm saying is like can't, a competition think, or something. I don't think just like in real life when you're trying to approach these subjects, people have book smarts of reading the books. They know the books. They know how this is supposed to work, but they don't have the real life experience. Yeah. And then there's the people that are like, no, I know how this works because I physically worked with it. I know how the integral parts work. I know how this is supposed to flow. To be completely complete. Completely complete. Did you use that three times? To be totally complete. I don't okay. think you can have one without the other. So in my mind, switching from just a homebrew guy, I think that you can't be a complete DM or you can't be a complete D&D player until you've absorbed the knowledge of the modules that they're giving you, the information that they're giving you in the modules. And I'm not saying use everything. I'm not saying run a module, yeah. but, but, but read it. Read it. I disagree. Enjoy the stories. As a DM, be able to homebrew and let your players create your story with you. I disagree. Yeah. Ooh, I think I think challenge. modules are <sighs> gauntlet. I know. Troll. I threw it down. Troll? Mm, <laughs> that no. Just roll with it. Yeah, I'm gonna roll, roll with it. Roll it in a troll. No, because because what's what's really interesting, you brought up the beer analogy. Somebody get the a little fire <laughs> a little bit ago. Is all of the beers that we enjoy today. Um, even, even, um, that's not a beer. That's a fucking liquor. I know. Even the hard liquors that we enjoy today versus the soft guy, liquor. Some guy was hanging out making this or something like this. Right. Or, um, I, I had the pleasure of meeting who a, drank I, milk from the first fucking cow. I don't want to go there right now because that's a that whole was me. other topic. That was you. That anyway, um, I met, a, I met <laughs> that a gentleman a at one point. <laughs> I'm going to say something not. Now it's a module when we buy it at the store. Okay, I'll 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 abandon that. But but point being is is that we have all of our modules started out as homebrew. It's not of which came first, the chicken or the egg. We know which one came first. Okay, homebrew came first. Homebrew came first. What's great about this whole fucking game like is homebrew. The, but here's the entire structure of the I'm, game is homebrew. What I'm trying to say is like now. It, okay, so I understand where you're going with this, Andy. Where oh, homebrew came though? first? Yes, I do. I understand. <laughs> I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> John said. <laughs> So here's where it gets real, though, is that stuff has already been happening. And now I'm talking about the newer people coming into this hobby or somebody wanting to pick up DMing yeah. who's maybe scared of it. DMing can be an intimidating thing. But that's my point is, is that is, is that the homebrew that ha has shown as successful and or what the original creators wanted to make gives permission to people. That's all it does. Is it, it, it doesn't say, but they're not homebrews anymore. Now they're modules, man. I, so now they're I picking up their book. Those books are now modules. Okay. Those experiences are now modules too. Okay. But the content is not modules. Like we've, like we said before, the DM and the player make the content, the guidelines and the setting and, and the mechanics. Those are the, those are the, the, the guidelines. But my, my point is, is that there, there is like, it's not a versus argument. No, no, I, I, we, dude, it's a no. European, and we just made that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, You've been here for that fucking conversation yeah, already, fuck. bro. Well, I pulled a John. 
and, and went I hopped, to the John. I yeah. hopped in, and besides the fucking little doorbell thing over there, you wouldn't even know. But here's the thing: <laughs> is that we're we're arguing which doesn't sa- show up. We're arguing it. the same point, then. Yeah, and we're saying that one can't really Goddamn coexist wisdom, without the wisdom other. Wisdom person and intelligence person arguing the same I, point I, from I'm, two different perspectives. I'm, I'm taking it a, a, a step further. The modules are just the homebrews that have become popular. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're either or. And okay. I, it's uh, all homebrew. But what I'm, uh, the whole point of this topic for me is to prove or to explain why, as a DM, take a fucking drink. As a DM, take another fucking drink. As a DM? As a DM, take another fucking drink. You can't. We got to play tonight, guys. You can't have one without the other. You shouldn't have one without the no. other. You shouldn't limit yourself and it, to one. And uh, You should, as a as a DM, take another fucking drink. Good God, bro. You're on a roll. <laughs> you should take. What are you? You should take. Bard. I'm a forever dude. <laughs> you should take both. I, I agree with what you're saying. them. But my into point, whatever your style is, so I think, that you can be no, but your homebrew can be the next canon module for okay, the next but, guide. But, but I think out. it goes deeper than that because I don't know if it's it doesn't that need, deep. Doesn't Let me need finish. To go. Let me yeah, finish. Why? Why? Let me finish because because no. here you didn't finish. You're four <laughs> four drinks deep. I think I'm six actually at this point. Okay, that's worse. Anyway, let let me finish though on on this on this point. I think generally. The pejorative, meaning the negative side of things, is... Thank you for clarifying. I'm not intellectually inclined on that word. I'm wisdom. Okay. <laughs> the pejorative is, is, oh, you're a DM that is a module DM. Well, the reality is, is those modules started out as a homebrew. Okay. And then somebody went through and figured out where the kinks were. And they ironed out those kinks. And I guess my biggest point through all of this is, is... If you are somebody that's like, I'm only a module DM or I'm only a homebrew DM, guess what? You're in the wrong deal because... Guess what? You're actually both. You're actually both. And and, and that's what I've come, come to realize. I was the, the, I was was the module some, dude, but I'm really... Like, especially as going on... That's what I've come and, to realize, too. Yeah. And I, and, this and was Andy, somebody's homebrew at some point. Andy, I, and, and, I really and I think, think this he, is the the uh, a very sincere case of... of I went to pee. You guys are arguing the same point from two different yeah, perspectives. I was, about, I was about to say, yeah. you're, you're painting the exact with, same with picture. With a fine detail brush, and I'm trying to stroke with this fucking giant yeah. one and a half one. But d- I'm two painting more. Terrain and you're fucking painting eyes for some stupid reason. To more uh, um, <laughs> current situations for, are they for people that are. For people that are 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 new to the game, maybe for people that are new to the game, maybe and and trying to determine if they want to create a homebrew or run a module, I I personally I would say run a module first, and as after your first or second session, you're gonna really really quickly realize you're going off the rails here. And I was from there. And here's what I would say: is I would say read a module that inspires you. Yeah. To or do run that. a game, and my and, and and you don't even have to don't even pick up a group yet. Just pick up a a book that you yeah. find interesting, yeah, and read it, and say, does this inspire me to DM? And then be like, read it, and then mm-hmm. say, what would I change in this? Yeah, and yeah. then get your group. And now that you're inspired to be bones, a DM, rearrange take the bones, them, rearrange them, make your own fucking creature because that's what homebrew is. Yep, and then spin it to your fucking players, and then yeah. they'll create something else, and you'll be forced to fucking. And, go even, for and, it. and, and that's and the point I'm feel- trying to make is is that 
didn't say any of that. Yeah, how'd you? No, no, I don't know on, where the on, connections were. You're fighting me. Let me no, I, we're not fighting. It's not a question, and I've said this already. It's not an both. And, don't it's point not an, your finger at me. It's not an either or. It's a both and. You. It's not a question of. Hmm, this world has gotten into these like binary modes where it's like either you're a Republican or you're a Democrat or you're an atheist or you're a theist or you're all these different things. It's not that. Okay, it's it's they're both and you don't have to pick. No, no I, nobody. And, and that's what we're arguing, man. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it, we've been saying that. You went to the bathroom. I, I did go to the bathroom, but I just I'm passionate about this. That's fine. Yeah, I can but, tell. But bro. I think that's hate binary <laughs> I, thinking. I think that's why that feeds into our pre-funk about about the trolls. Is like if you're thinking one way or the other and you're not seeing the open-endedness yeah. of shit's not life, black and white, bro. You're in the general, wrong. You're in the wrong. <laughs> Shit is not black and white. It's gray, and it's so many shades of gray. There's fucking more colors, than fifty. There's colors <laughs> in the rainbow that we it's, can't see, and they are out there. It's not even shades of gray. There, like you said, it's color. There is yeah. color. We're but, not even talking about gray. Can I be teal? But, but we back, have to, hue, back to module. We have saturation. We have value. I was I mean, just saying that most people equate one side or the other to black and white. And I, then when maybe you it's because I'm six drinks in. And now we just got a color wheel. Gray. Yeah, now you got fucking color. Hold on. Somebody put some ink in this bitch. Saturation. You know, some contrast for Easter. Fucking <laughs> scroll mm. that, that slider bar over no, to the right. We're, this we're, is what I'm passionate about. I can tell. We're all on the same page, though. You're trying to pick a fight with people that are fucking already, oh no no i'm said. sorry sorry i wasn't trying to pick a fight i was just trying to be passionate well no no you're fine point. but i'm not and by pick a fight i just mean like you think somebody's disagreeing with you if well no no i it i feels I know, that way okay and it feels that way but i know and it's my feelings are hurt man it's typically <laughs> not the, the people that the are feels. like oh modules are the only way to go it's typically you homebrew gatekeepers i enjoy homebrew I'm not going to discredit that. It's fun. But if your DM or your playgroup and that's how you play is playing a module, suck it now, the when you fuck say home, up. Ho- okay, homebrew and all the all the various... Uh, but here's on. the thing that I real think quick, that we come to quick, conclusion. Real quick, I ask a question. In all the, the various uh, Facebook groups or social media groups that we're in, you say homebrew gatekeepers. Are you talking about people online that say homebrews are the only way to go? Yeah, I'm or, talking about... Or, like- or are you saying they're want to gatekeep you from going to homebrew and modules no they're no, talking no, about they're, modules they're the being, wrong way they're being okay, like oh, i see you, that a lot i see a lot of people say fuck modules fuck module. yeah and it's like you know what you can they, but that's what i'm saying is that, yeah. and i'm agreeing with what you said is yeah. it's not either or it's both and yeah but because of the fact that your players however many players you have whether it be one whether it be two whether it be three whether it be eight no matter what you read in that book, no matter how you plan that homebrew, no matter what you do, they're going to tell you how Ye- it's going, and they're yeah. going to point you in the next direction. And whether you go that way or not, you're going to go that way if you're a good DM. Yeah. Just saying. You're going to go that way if you're a good DM, because the more your players are invested, like we said before, the better the story you're going to tell together. Amen. But- Preach. You can't have one without the other. Preach. It's like that fucking show Married with Children. Love and marriage. Love and <laughs> marriage. You can't have one without the other. But here's the thing. You can't be married to this game yeah. if you don't love it. You can't be married to this game if you don't love and incorporate your players. Yeah. Because your players make the world go round 
can they make it something that is alive? Which makes it homebrew. So you can start a module all you fucking want. If you want to end that module how it's written, then just read the book. If you want to end that module how it's written in a game sense, it's never going to fucking happen. But even, even okay, hold on, though, back up a second. Even if you want to end it as it's written, that creates a puzzle for you as a DM. How are you going to get there? How are you going to get back with there? With all the derailment think, that your character the, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Is I, don't think it's up to, I don't think it's up to you to get there. I, I think don't it's think up to your player to get but, there. But uh, all the time I've been saying, okay, you got. Uh, I want you guys to step inside my mind real quick. Okay, like right, this is coming. This is coming in from the forever DM. And you when I started this, speak. when I started this, I have this beard though. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Part the Red Sea. <laughs> so when She's I started with white, when I started Red Sea with white caps. That's right. <laughs> this is the fucking Swiss Alps. <laughs> <laughs> when I started this journey as as a fifth edition DM, when I said I want to play this game. And I want to run this game for other people. And I want to enjoy collaborative storytelling with other people. I didn't understand what collaborative storytelling was. Oh, I think yeah. we've been all on that journey since right. you in- introduced us to it. So so, so I started out with like the mindset of, like, I'm going to tell my story. This is a story that I want to tell for these people. I didn't know how much of an impact the players have on your perceived story. Oh, yeah. Huge. They write it. They do write it. And as as that person that runs the game, what's that called? A DM? <laughs> Forever? So, a so, GM? So as you run that game, you realize more and more is that you cannot control people. You cannot control characters. No matter how hard you try, no matter how hard, even if, even if, and I want to go beyond the fact of like, even if you think you're on a railroad, you're never fucking on a railroad. No. Well, your players I, derail your you're railroads at, you're so many fucking, fucking times. Yard, so, hopping so around I, from track to track to track to track. We we probably need to revisit the conversation of railroad because those aren't the same thing as as module versus homebrew. Railroad uh, is where uh, you take just, away the player's agency to actually affect uh, that's, the world. That's, that's extreme. I think that's extreme. I, 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 I don't think it's. I that think way. that's going on to the I extreme. I think railroad is giving them the sense of the urgency that this is the only thing that you need to yeah. take care of at but, this moment and now take care yeah. of it. Sandbox is saying you have a slew of things in front of you. Do as you please. None of them seem to be any more better or for worse than the other. But the other thing is, is that if you don't take care of this one and you take care of this one, then this one is already going to happen. And, so now and you have a consequence. That's why it's re- we cause and effect. Sandbox is railroad. cause and effect, and railroad, in linear. my opinion, is straight. This it's is linear. the goal. This is the goal. Yeah. Go for it. This um, is the only thing affecting you right now. Not player agency, because I, I think in the campaign I'm running with you guys, do you think it's? Do you feel it's railroaded? Yeah, or man, you, you got me on that fucking seas train all day long. Or just or Andy, <laughs> do you, is is my campaign railroaded or is it pretty open? No, but what I want you to imagine really quick is a I, funnel. I, okay? I, I I understand your perspective. You just explained your perspective yeah, of a railroad. Okay. But I think that's a very, very extreme perspective of the but, term uh, railroad. But I think we've been across this yeah. aspect of it way, way before in a couple other episodes where even if you start your session in a sandbox, even if you don't have a sense of urgency for your players or a goal that you want your players to accomplish, by the time they reach the, the level of heroism or they feel heroic enough to save the world they're searching for what are we trying to stop what are we trying to do they need that railroad. So by, yeah. yeah so they need the railroad so by that point in the campaign are you necessarily railroading them because no. they want that end game yeah so 
The difference between sandbox and railroad, in my opinion, is a railroad, even if you start at level one, the end goal is always in sight. The ending stop for that train is always known. Yeah. So if even if you start to level one and you're saying, listen, we're in this town and this thing is fucking killing villagers, even if this thing is not is like the pinnacle of this thing is like not even with this village. You're always chasing that thing that's always killing the village. Yeah. And that's always the end game. It's like what was killing this village, even if it leads you to level 20 in a sandbox, nothing has a sense of urgency. Or, or in, in, unless in the player's mind, the players create the sense of urgency. Yeah. So if the players deem something more urgent than another, that doesn't mean that that thing was more important. It just means that they saw that thing and everything else still happens, which creates cause and effect. In the sandbox, there's cause and effect. In a railroad, it's just the one goal, yeah. the one objective, the whole time, and the players are aware of that. In my mind, and and I would say that I think there. This is a different topic. I don't think we can do personally because how vehemently I feel about what railroading really is. I don't think railroading is is like, hey, if you don't deal with this, so and so is going to nuke the world. That's not railroading. That's something that's actually happening right now. What are you going to do to deal with it? Okay, but so for you to say that, like, what I heard you say, sorry. Is is that you were saying that like this is the end and everything has to lead to that? Okay, so so in my opinion, and I knew I wasn't. I told you guys that when we when we did this little conference thing at the beginning that I wasn't going to bring up video games or we weren't going to talk video games. In my and in my opinion, are. video games are railroads. Agreed. Ninety nine percent of video games are railroads. Uh okay. There's some there's some choices yeah. that have different endings depending on choices and stuff like that. But 99 percent of the games are railroads because they're scripted. The end is this. This is yeah, what the, you fight at the end. Doesn't have an AI to create. No, it doesn't. But at the same time, like you go through the journey, but there's always this beginning thing where even if it's trivial, even if it's trivial to your level one character, it always feeds into the bigger thing at the end. And you're always yeah. searching for that that cause of, of the beginning thing at your, at your little state of mind or your level one or whatever. In my mind, that's the railroad. That's the, the one track, even though it has twists and turns, even though it has a couple switch flips because your players are going to give you that journey or whatever. That's a railroad in a sandbox in a D and D game or in how D and D should work is that your players choose everything that there is until you as a DM or you get the sense from your players that they're looking for that railroad effect. I believe that all campaigns end in a railroad effect. To yeah, be honest, for with sure, you. Yeah. for sure, I they think, have to. Like you said, you get you get to that god status. You, you're you're looking to save the world, and the DM is probably only going to create one and, world ending it scenario. It doesn't even have to be save the world. You're looking for where your character fits yeah, in. I, I, I just carving, use that as a terminology, know, but I'm but, just building on what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be save the world, but it, you're looking for where your character fits in in history. Yeah. You're looking, where am I carving my niche at? What am I going to be known yeah. for? What am I doing here? Yeah. Why is my purpose? Why do I keep and, leveling okay. when everybody else around me is doing the same fucking thing <laughs> and, and they're not what? catching levels? And, and and to any, between between a, a homebrew and module, I, I think I think the D&D creators, uh, the writers of these modules are are building on that very aspect because the past three modules that they come out i think i've said this before the first like 
Levels one through five are so sandbox. There's fucking a million quests that the players can choose from at random, however they want to do it. But after like level five or level six, and guess what? But We're here, going on a single thing, story though, now. I also and think that, that's the exact same. Right. But uh, here's, and I think homebrews do the same thing. But I think that modules are lending themselves well to the people that don't think that they are creative. And also, like I me. think. I think that they also say, hey, look, here's a whole bunch of choices. If you want to railroad your players, pick the ones that you like yeah. and do it. Or if you don't, here's where here's various different ideas that your compar- your characters can stumble across any one of because these at any given point the, in time. The only thing that I will say is as a con to a homebrew as opposed to pro. Well, not the only thing, but one of the things that I will say is that starting blocks, starting from square one. Where yeah. you don't have anything, you're not playing in a in a um a campaign setting that's already predetermined. You're not you don't have anything. It's hard and it's overwhelming to look at at the overarching uh world because you don't have anything. So you're like, where do I start? What do I start with? As, as a player, as a DM. Okay, as a DM. I, I think this whole this whole conversation is about DMs. Yeah, mostly DMs. You got your night. Yeah, well, it's only fitting, right? We'll go back to the DM. But Taking in notes all night. Sorry. <laughs> that was a deep in, cut. In in a homebrew world, it's crazy amounts of work to create a world from absolutely nothing. Yeah. I have not even, even if you're borrowing in it yet. Even if you're borrowing from other things, it's 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 insanely hard. And getting the starting point can be overwhelming because you're like, where do I start? Do I start with the overarching world? Do I start with the continents? What do I start with? Blah, blah, blah. Don't start with anything, but your starting point for your characters, your yeah. town, whatever Done. it is. It doesn't matter what yeah, it is. whatever you start with, whatever your session one's about, whatever it is, tavern, town, yeah. a fucking middle of a desert, whatever, who gives a fuck? whatever you start, build from there. And feel free to a change players that. build Let all you yeah. want. Fuck. Write down notes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You have absolutely have to. Oh, he said this about that? Yep. Yeah. That is and, now and, a thing. And use your characters as a resource because they're going to build your world for you. Yeah. And like I said many times before in the same episode is that your characters, if they're invested, will write the best story for you, you because know, they're going to give you gold every time they open and their you know mouth what? if they're invested. To switch, flip this around? From you a, can't flip it around. From a, a module perspective, you could take any fucking module out there and reskin it whatever you want and as the if you're playing a module like i I think i'm starting to do this i didn't do it at first but i'm starting to do this past few sessions uh you deliver the information that you're given but take in the information that your players give you and create from there like i'm still don't knock over that can (laughs) i'm still running the campaign the module campaign but yeah we're, we're we're you guys are pulling me away from it and i have to create now and i'm, I'm that's creating where, at this that's point. where it becomes the fact where you detach yourself from the module itself and you say hey look now this is our campaign this is not the module that that i was reading before yeah even though even though you're still borrowing it. even though you're still bar- yeah you're definitely you're yeah. putting your mark on it you're yeah. owning it yeah and not just me, us as as a no, 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 not just you. I'm I'm saying you're owning it, as in like whoever's at your table is owning the experience. I I don't I don't think that that like a like before, like I said, like in being from a homebrew point of mind, I don't think you can have one without the other. No, I think that I I, I think yeah, if you're homebrewing, 
you should you should probably read some modules. Read some modules. If to, anything, you get from them is how how the how the adventures are you're structure. supposed to plan for them. Yeah, yeah the structure you can get structure of out of them. You because, don't even have to take the story just to get the structure. Because even if you have questions, like I said, the homebrew before is like it's hard to start. In a module, it gives you the starting blocks. Yeah. Like you don't have to necessarily take those exact blocks out of the module, but you can see how they started. Yep. And you can just take those points and feed them. And then once your characters get it, they just keep it rolling. And you just keep yeah. that go- you just keep it going. It's like fuel of the fire. I and that's that, that's why I think that they say that that no two campaigns will ever be run the same is because depending on your playgroup, <laughs> depending on who's DMing. The, I think the only way you can have two campaigns run the same way is if you have the exact same players playing the exact same characters. And even then, I, I, I don't think it would be But here's the thing. It's like the, I, my itch. That's the closest you can get, yeah, I think. It, but I've run, and we all have, I've played in three different starter sets. And they've all been different. The same starter set. And I've played with one of them, the DM being the same. So, um, and it was never the same. So I'm just, there's nothing's ever going to be the same because not only that is like humans have as intelligent as we are, we have short term memories to details. Yeah. Even if we do remember some things, (laughs) we have short term memories to, to very, very fine details. And the very fine details are kind of what makes each campaign individualized. They give the campaign life, those individual little details. And the players create those individual little details. So like I said before, that D&D is a chess game. The DM places pieces. The players interact with pieces. And the DMs interact with the players interacting with those pieces. And then you just constantly move your God pieces. God damn, you lost me after you said pieces the first seven times. Reese's pieces? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I really lost. want some Reese's pieces right now. But no, that, that it's totally... for. You know, I'm going to bring this, wrap this back around to the beginning of our conversation, trolls. And I think, I think the, 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 the main listeners for this are going to be one of two people. The, the people that are fearful because maybe they have in real life trolls of, uh, fearful of either starting a homebrew or starting a module because maybe a friend or something, another player is like, oh, fuck a module or fuck a, don't do homebrew. You're going to suck at it. You know, I think that DM needs to hear what we're talking about. And I, then I think the other person that needs to hear what we're talking about is that fucking troll via in real life or on the internet. Just shut the fuck up, bro. And and well, listen that they both are intertwined with each other. They yeah. both rely and well, feed on each other. And don't fucking hate on somebody for trying that, one. Fuck off. Anybody <laughs> that is is stopping people or shaming people or saying that they're not good enough yeah belittling people to get into the thing that you enjoy what the the, fuck's wrong with you here's the thing it's like why wouldn't you want to see the thing that you enjoy flourish right yeah and why wouldn't more why wouldn't you you enjoy why wouldn't you want to see a friend do that Uh, like i get to see you enjoy something you enjoy or a potential friend like, or a potential friend, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like from the beginning, like I, as a forever DM, I've egged you guys on to DM. Like, hey, just try it, just yeah. fucking do it. Five just years later, it. I went. Just fucking do it. But there's also been at people at our table that that maybe don't don't go that way. Don't like, oh, yeah. don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Like, why would you want to do that? You're not going to be any good at that. They're fearful. Yeah, no. but 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 they've also tried to instill. They've been trolls. We've had trolls at our table. Oh yeah. 
And, and I'm not going to even say I trolls I've, at our table. Yeah, I think we've probably. Yeah. No, I'm, come on. I'm not really trolling. I don't think I've trolled, but I probably have. And I'll admit to that. I'm, I'm sure that maybe my snarkiness or something like this that came has a, come across as wrong. trolling. Yeah, sweet ass, no, good beer. Never, never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never have I intended to troll. Never have I ever. Never Take a drink. have I ever. No, I think I think that you're, you're right in a in quite a few senses, but I think that you like sight, smell. I love the way it tastes. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, you, I I set myself up for that. No, I think I think that something that I've recognized because I've gone back and listened to our published episodes, I've gone back and really kind of like scrutinized them, and I've never once sent you a one note saying this is what we need to change. But he did tell me that the song on Players Net was too long, and I said, "Fuck you, I'm homebrewing." <laughs> yeah, and that's fine because the second time I listened to it, I didn't have a problem with it. Um. But the 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 biggest thing I want to I kind of want to and I'm going to I'm going to stop after this is that anytime you're being a gatekeeper for anything that you love, you have missed the point. You have completely um, become the enemy or the antithesis of what it is that you love. You becoming the antithesis of the thing that you like or love or whatever you only think- hurts you. You're, well, it doesn't only, but it doesn't only hurt you. And and I think that's more important to say is like we have this we have this culture where we're like, oh, it only hurts you. So you shouldn't do it. No, it hurts other people, too. And that should be just if not more important. It like, hurts other people, but it stops you from growing. It stops you from growing. It stops you. Don't I be a fucking so troll. I see so many people like, I'd love to play D&D, but I don't know who I could play D&D with because there's nobody that wants to play it. And yet you're the Have weekend you warrior. Yet? Well, you're the weekend warrior that's saying like, no, alignment means you have to do this or you can only do this. Knock it off. Knock it off. Like, what's wrong with you? And I, I know that that's probably a harsh way to say it, but like, guys, ladies, have fun. That's Open what we're up. doing. Be yep. open to other people's interpretation. Like, like, uh, like we said at the beginning with Trolls, trolls uh, topic, not the movies. Uh, great movie, by trolls the way. Great soundtrack. Uh, great soundtrack. Them. Oh, my god! My daughter's a living impersonation Mine of too. one of them. Uh, Birch or no, Branch? Oh, man. You, it's okay, Branch. You know, Branch. It's Branch. 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 All right. So, you know what? Off topic. I don't know. To, I don't have kids. To the Trolls movies. Uh, my my fiance's cousin was like, you know what? Talking to talking to me and my fiance, and she's like, you guys are Poppy and Branch. Now, Ben, you know my fiance always had super colorful hair. She's she's Branch. And she you're is, Poppy. She is fucking like just outgoing, crazy, yeah. fucking like eccentric as fuck. And me, I'm like just fucking. You fuck, are Branch. Stoic. Actually, shut up. About it. Fucking leave me alone. Where's my sticks? It, Where's my weapons? Yep. Yep. Yeah, give me my uh, fuck. Give me uh, fuck off, you know. And they're like, "You're you're fucking Poppy and Branch." And I was like, "Oh shit, we are." <laughs> Justin Timberlake, you are my eat your heart yeah. out. No, but and and to wrap it up, <laughs> I, I just think that this conversation lends itself well together. Like we said, r- retrospective, we tried to do these as two separate things, and. And just like we were those, gatekeeping ourselves, no, we were, and we were blocking ourselves from having a full conversation because yeah. those yeah. things felt forced. 
Oh, Those absolutely. conversations were not fluid. They didn't flow well. That was they four hours out of our lives. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, re-listening to those, I was like, dude, this doesn't sound like us. Okay, but hold on real quick. What he just said, that was four hours of our lives. I don't regret that because I still got no, a chance. It's a learning experience. Yeah, I'm not learning saying. experience. And that, that's, I think, a huge part of the this game? modules versus homebrew. Learning experience. Like, if you are going through life and you have no regrets, because I see that tattoo way regrets? too much. Regrets. Any of that stuff. If, if you don't have regrets, you didn't live your life. You didn't take risks. Okay? But even when you get to the end of your life, I think there's going to be a lot of those regrets that you held on to the, your whole life that you go, man, that set me up for X, Y, and Z or... Or I, I can't regret that anymore because that was a life experience. You learned from something. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Mm. Nope. So don't hinder yourself and hold yourself to one frame of thinking. Open up your toolbox and use all the tools that are at your disposable to accomplish. Your disposable? Did I say that? Yeah. yeah I yeah. think you did. You My added disposable. the A-B-L-E at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at your disposable. At your dispose. S- disposal. <laughs> I'm going to dispose you. You're going to smack me. <laughs> I might like uh, it though. So. Uh, is this is a this is a fucking family friendly. No, it's not. No, I just said fucking in the family friendly <laughs> part. So, <laughs> allow yourself to be flexible. Allow yourself to use all the tools at your dispose. All. <laughs> Thanks. And you will help you with your words. Thanks, man. And utilize everything. Utilize modules. Amen. Utilize homebrew. Amen. Utilize your players. Amen. Utilize your peers. Amen. Don't gatekeep yourself. Amen. Don't gatekeep other people. Preach. Don't close-minded anything in your fucking life. Can I get an guess amen? What? You're only hurting yourself. Amen. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know we 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 started this conversation on on the trolls, but our our main topic was supposed to be homebrews and modules and i think we really opened it up into just don't be a fucking dick yeah was that my throat again Sorry. Yeah. i don't know if it was yours or mine it was mine <laughs> but don't be a dick don't fucking force somebody down one avenue and don't and don't close your mind off to other avenues we've talked yeah. about this before we have it's an ongoing thing it's this an ongoing is why thing. everybody should play if fucking this is why D&D. all campaigns start at level one yeah. but no no <laughs> no going back to should. dyson bruce if you love coors light God bless you. Like I'm I'll not going to be I'll the drink, guy that's going to tell you don't that fucking, you're wrong. I will drink a Coors Light all day long. Yeah, no, but everybody will. And and just because yeah, we knock water. shit doesn't mean that we are against it. Like God, this no. is a this is a lighthearted yeah. conversation podcast that we talk shit about Coors Light all day long. We talk shit about each other, but I drink Coors Light quite often and truly and truly <laughs> and truly. And I say Coors Light is water. Yet here I'm drinking Truly, which actually just it is, is water. water. Yeah. <laughs> Good water, though. But don't. I mean, come on. Don't shut yourself off. Don't turn away from resources and tools that can make you a better person and a better free ever DM. Free ever. Free ever. We got. That's a new word. Free Free ever. Free Willy. Better forever DM. Okay, hold on. Wait. I don't know why I just thought about this. I'm going to get a tattoo that says forever DM. You probably should, actually. You know what? It's only fitting that the the initials of forever DM. Or FDM, and I 3D print with you FDM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking pretty fr- weird, weird huh? it, it, it works out really well. But can can you let me know, and you can cut this out if you want, and this is my John comment, 
But that moment in free speaking really, with you, John. Are you about to say something stupid? I am. That, We're not cutting <laughs> That moment when Free Willy jumped over the jetty. The and, boy. And the boy. What was the boy's? Was that Jonathan Taylor Thomas at that no, point? No, it wasn't. And he's got his arm up and he's and Free Willy clears that. I mean, come on. Is there a better feeling as a young person when you <laughs> saw that moment? No, hold on. Is, is it a better yeah. feeling as a young person or is it a better feeling as a fat man? <laughs> you know, a whale being able to jump. Well, it's not technically a whale, is it? It's a porpoise, isn't it? No, it's a fucking whale. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, what the fuck? I think an orca is technically a porpoise. No, it's a whale. Look it up. Anyway. It's a mammal. Point being, that was an epic moment. And I bet you, Free Willy did not have that planned. He definitely didn't. I bet you had the eye ground. That's how he made that jump. He 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 homebrewed his way out of a mo- out of a module. Oh! That boy had a head start. He reached terminal velocity before he had exited. Man, the I water. had a good comment. He fucked it all up. That's how we do. <laughs> welcome to welcome to homebrew. <laughs> Take a drink. What? Take a drink. All right, and remember, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're at of Dice and Brews. And drink. And remember, what? Oh, I was gonna say, and drink your bardic inspiration responsibly. Thank you for that. Yeah, please. We sometimes forget that. I know that's Always my fault. Make sure you drink your bardic inspiration responsibly. Yeah, and remember, this life is quite an adventure. Live it, learn it, feel it, and roll with it. <laughs>